And uh, welcome to uh, the shit show that is the Western civilization. Uh, thank you so much for uh, spending some of your time with us today. I'm Henrik. This is Red Eyes TV. And uh, it is Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, so it's no go zone today. Another jam-packed show. A lot of things I want to get through today. A lot of important news and events. And just kind of a overall... You know, we diagnose uh, kind of, or what's the what's the word? Well, we, we try to diagnose the problem plenty, but uh, kind of just measure a little bit of uh, basically where we're at <laughs> when it comes to uh, the uh, the decline, the collapse, uh, the inevitable, uh, the inevitable future, which is ultimately our past. But before we get there, uh, you see, we have to uh, demolish and dismantle uh, our, our whole society first. And, uh, of course, we do have a lot of active uh, little critters running around doing that. So we're going to get into some of that today. Uh, looking a little bit at the kind of religious aspect of this, too. It's kind of, it's actually fascinating watching after the uh, Chauvin uh, sacrifice here uh, and uh, St. George Floyd. Uh, we do have a kind of a new denomination uh, forming, basically. Hence the title of the show here today. Uh, a new denomination, and of course, as we know, with religions, you always have to have sacrifice, right? And you may say, well, Christianity didn't have, and of course they had, they had, they had Jesus, it was the ultimate sacrifice, right? Every religion has continuous sacrifices, right? So this, and ironically, it's kind of a new, obviously it isn't Christianity, but as we'll see later, it's kind of a denomination of that. It's, it's kind of, it's an outcrop of it. There are Christian leaders and stuff that's kind of taking things in this direction. Uh, which is uh, frankly pretty pretty crazy, uh, if you ask me. Let me do one thing here real quick before we begin. But yes, as usual, I want to uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, very nice to have you all here. Hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. Uh, I'm actually going to go in on what is it, Tidy Labs real quick here. Let me see if I can do this. Uh, and I see that I have an updated thing, which I've uh, an, a alert here. I'm just going to try to turn off. Uh, so it's always something, right? We're basically early even here today. So it's like, great, everything's lined up. It's good to go. I can't believe it. We're out in time. Uh, but I guess uh, no such luck. Let me just uh, click in on this here real quick. Uh, I guess we can do... Yeah, here we go. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Where are we here? Subs. That we can show. Interactive hosts. We can turn that off. Uh, let me copy that real quick here and see if that works a bit better. It's the DLive notification here. Sorry about this, guys. Uh, did you guys see this uh, this video? We can put it on loop while I fix what I need to fix. And I think I, I said something like, uh, uh, if if we're not going to, if we're not going to take care of uh, some of these silly things uh, when it comes up, let, let, what's the word then? Um, if we're not going to paw some of these uh, uh, silly people in the face when they say dumb things, uh, it looks like nature is uh, willing to take care of the problem for us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so see what you think of uh, of this one. Oh, that I didn't even copy. Look at this here. L look at this um, clip here. See what you think of this. <clears throat> oh, I gotta close that first. Here we go. Look at this. Hi, my name is Erin. I use she/her pronouns, and I'm. Yes. <clears throat> Good kitty. Good kitty. Let's let's take that one more time. Hi, my name that? is Erin. I use she/her pronouns, and I'm. Shut. Like it's just the, even the cat. Uh, is sick of this uh, bullshit right now, which uh, which is uh, which is uh, totally understandable. Good stuff. Uh, okay, there we go. Let's see if uh, our little uh, our little uh, notification is fixed there. Uh, all right. So basically, uh, all in in all seriousness, guys, uh, if you do want to join in here today, uh, EntropyStream.live/slash/RedEyesTV. That's a it's a great way of joining in. 
and also, of course, uh, dlive.tv slash TV. You can give uh, lemons over there. Uh, and I will keep an eye, like one side view on Trovo, and I will try to uh, see if there's any donors over there. I still haven't gotten anybody that like messaged me and just said, hey, if you want to find all the... Uh, donations you get on Trovo on one page where you can see the messages go here. I still I still haven't found it. I, it's just I got it. Either I'm like super retarded or uh, Trovo is just uh, not good on that front. So I got to keep an eye on it continuously, which is kind of uh, cumbersome basically. But yeah, cat cast stay safe uh, from fourth. We got there. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Uh, can I keep a, uh, an eye on the top the top ranking ones? I guess on Trovo. Fem Blanche with a I guess a Bravo. Uh, it's some, it's a lizard, I think, with some, uh, one of those, uh, what do you call it, you, you blow on the birthday parties, thank you for that. Uh, and before that we had, uh, Edward the Pale with a, uh, some kind of spell or s a stay safe, a cast a spell, a stay safe, thank you, two of those actually. No, one from Star Pilot too, uh, thank you for that, appreciate that. Alright, boys and girls, we gotta, uh, dive into, uh, some, uh, some things here now. Uh, and we do have some important stuff to talk about, but I guess we can kind of we can begin and warm up on some uh, on some silly uh, silly notes first. It's always it's always good, I guess. Uh, now, guys, did you see did you see this video uh, regarding you know Have you seen those uh, uh, the future is female kind of uh, you know slogans or whatever <laughs> propaganda lines? Uh, well, check out this. They're taking it one step further. Here we go. Do you want to party with a fat bitch? Even though in comments you're like cap bitch. Time you spend with me will be time well spent. And if I get on top, you know I'm leaving a den. No, you want to party with a fat bitch. Buy me diamonds, give me name brand chips. Time you spend with me will be time well spent. And if I get on top, you know I'm leaving a den. I'm a big bad dick, but big dreams batty. Two minutes with me and you'll be calling me daddy. Might not pass the presidential fitness test, but notify your next can I'll put you to rest? Whiny little dude I'm concerned for your health. And think about my backles while they're touching themselves. They comment, I legitimately thought this was John Candy. Then whisper my name as they start to get randy. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate the, uh, the inter we appreciate the laughs, ladies. Uh, it's always good. Jesus, it's like that's a bo bodybuilder uh, neck on the, on the last one there. Uh, so I guess they don't want to be, you know, concerned for your health. Uh, I mean, fat is uh, fat is beautiful. It used to be a beauty ideal. I remember my grandma uh, always said that uh, she was from the southern parts of Sweden, and they, uh, they had a saying, uh, which basically amounted to uh, uh, if you're if you're fat, you're pretty kind of thing. So we've kind of we've kind of circled back around, and I mean, I guess that was like what like late 1800s maybe, or maybe even earlier. There was some like uh, kind of be it meant wealth, right? It meant that you had you know you had plenty of calories to go around, uh, but of course. Um, I don't think no matter how hard you try, I don't think I don't think we'll uh, I don't think we'll get there. Sorry, ladies, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna change nature that quickly. Okay, one more kind of a little, I guess, a little silly story here before we dive in. Uh, or it's silly. It's 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 actually serious. At the root of it, it actually is serious, uh, and it it has to do with I guess uh, both how we deal with death, but also how we deal with with sex. Right? That's uh, sex is the continuation of life. And death is uh, the uh, the end of it, right? The the circle of life. Uh, but apparently, there's a company now that is beginning to beginning to sell sex robot clones of dead partners using 3D modeling technology. Now, who knows how 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 well this is, or like how how good it looks, or whatever. But but it's a, it's the point. It's the it's the point about where they're taking this, where this is going to go. Uh, at some point, you'll be completely plugged in, whether it's, it's virtually or, 
an augmented reality or something like that. But I do think the sex bot uh, thing is going to be be huge. Actually, basically, pornography has destroyed our, our civilization. Uh, that's that's at fault for I think the majority of the problems that we see today. Um, actually, and it's you know we don't have to go into details, but basically, it's it's men have have been uh, pornography has been weaponized and it and it it, it completely uh, ruined. Uh, the the man basically right and so now there's no opposition and so now it's being you know taken over and ruined and stuff like that but anyway um, this was from the mind unleashed uh, originally posted on zero hedge for many people who have lost their significant others sex dolls have provided one way to ease the pain of grief and loneliness you know as long as you can stick your uh, stick your willy I guess in some kind of silicone uh, I don't know some I, I guess glorified, glorified uh, flashlight, I guess, or something, and it'll make things better. Uh, so the sex robot company Luxbotics, Botics, Luxbotics, is taking things one step further by offering a clone of dead partners using state-of-the-art three-dimensional modeling. With demand for sex dolls booming amid the ongoing pandemic and lockdowns across the world, Luxbotics is offering a ultra-realistic humanoids to satisfy the carnal needs of the singles without any other recourse. The company's flagship adult companion model called Stephanie goes for $6,000 on the box uh, Lux Botics website. Uh, fascinating. The model includes speech control, facial recognition, a hyper-realistic uh, hyper eyes option, and even the option of implanted real hair, as well as limited AI capabilities. Uh, just don't wait until that steps up there. Uh, okay, good stuff. Box, uh, locks, uh, botics. Let's click in on the website, see how, see how this actually looks here. There we go. Adult Companion, Stephanie. All right, there we go. It's kind of, is that, is that like a golden, like a bronze hue? Or what is it? Jesus Christ, it's like this is... <laughs> it can't get more artificial than this. But there you go. Uh, it's actually on sale here now. Look at that. Uh, down from uh, $10,000 to uh, $5,900. Hair type, let's see. Select implanted artificial hair. Implanted real hair. Does the, does the image change when you, when, you, uh, when you change it? Does it add up like all the... If you do... Uh, let me see here then. So we'll do, we'll do black eyes on the Android. All right, that's, that's the way to do it. Eye, uh, eyebrow eyelash type, real artificial. You can do real hair for that too. Uh, all right, let's see. Is that going to increase the price then? I would assume. Oh, select hair color. Uh, let's do uh, let's do red then, right? Or amber, amber. Uh, all right, no, same price. Okay, so the, okay, you can get all the the fancy stuff, the hyper realistic eyes and eyebrow, real eyebrow lashes and everything for uh, uh, fifty nine hundred. Uh, sold, ladies and gentlemen, as I say. All right, uh, let's let's uh, talk about this here, more serious topic. Um, they say the population replacement isn't happening, uh, and it's dangerous, in fact, to talk about it. Uh, but, of course, as we know, uh, that's just a lie to get uh, you to not talk about it so that we don't notice, uh, so that we won't do anything about it. Now, I'm basically 100% convinced that these statistics that they're giving us are not going to pan out the way they, they say, say. It's kind of a, they're trying to, they're trying to manifest it by kind of convincing us that this is just an, uh, an unchangeable future and they're trying to get us to get, you know, kind of get accustomed to the idea. So I think it's going to be ch changed for many different reasons, many different variables. I don't think immigration are gonna, is going to continue in the way that it is. 
I don't think uh, our birth rates are going to continue the way it is. And I think that there's a lot of other variables here as we move into a very uncertain future that's going to up change that. That, however, doesn't mean you shouldn't be using this to your advantage and showing people this, effectively scaring them into submission and saying, hey, your kids are going to be a minority and look at how they're beginning to treat white people now. They'll be hated and resented and, and, and uh, basically by government sanction. They'll be accepted uh, targeting of white people, both physically but also verbally for discrimination, all these things, right? So this is the trajectory right now. This was done by uh, Eurostat, Pew Research, and a couple of other, um, uh, one more agency. I forget, I think it was out of Holland, the, the third one. But so here's the projection for uh, the Scandinavian countries, uh, which then is Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and Finland. Uh, I'm not sure Iceland, how, that, how they're doing, but I think it's somewhat similar, right? So leading up to 2065, uh, they're seeing a decline in Sweden, almost down to 50% um, of the of the population, right? Uh, Norway, very similar. Uh, Denmark is heading there, and so is Finland, just taking a little bit longer, basically. Uh, and, of course, there is a replacement then happening uh, with... Uh, and it's not only Muslim populations that come in. That's the majority, but there's many other uh, populations. And, and I don't care if they're a Christian. Uh, and come from Africa, uh, Sweden is or Scandinavia is ours. It's it's our ethnic homeland, uh, and that how it, that's how it's going to remain. That's how it's going to be. That's never going to change, uh, and these people aren't going to get their way. So don't be don't be black pilled. Don't think it's over. This is part of the of their psyop. This is part of their propaganda. And as you know, uh, if the if the if it was hopeless, their propaganda wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be uh, needed, right? It would be useless, um, or superfluous is that the word um so anyway in sweden is projected to go up to 25 percent 30 percent later on here in um towards 2065 uh and as you can see all the other nordic countries are are uh, following uh, tightly after so i did a tweet on it in case you want to find the source here it's on archive.is uh, that it goes to and it has to do with the uh this is from researchgate actually population projections for sweden norway denmark and finland 2015 to 2065 uh, by uh, sort of uh, a Finnish uh, university. So you can look at the numbers and, and the breakdown right there if you uh, have any questions about what they're trying to uh, tell us. All right, uh, boys and girls, let me do a couple of these real quick here uh, before we uh, go into <clears throat> some more details here uh, for today. Uh, let me see here. I see Anon Californian over on Entropy Stream. Thank you so much uh, for that. He says, Henrik, do you like to eat organ meat like heart, kidney, or liver? I've purchased some grass-fed ground beef with organ meat in it. Uh, I hear it's superfood. Yeah, uh, kidney was uh, sorry, liver uh, was was kind of common uh, when I grew up. A lot of people ate, ate liver, and apparently that's pretty good. Kidney haven't eaten, but I've heard of of heart. Um, I'm pretty big on uh, bone marrow, uh, things like that too. I don't eat it often enough, to be honest. But I, but that's one thing I like to do. I should eat it more often. Um, but yes, I've heard organ meat is actually, we did a show about it way back. Check the archives uh, regarding if you want to try to heal your uh, teeth. They tell us you can't heal your uh, teeth if it's gone to a certain point. Kind of that's it and there's nothing you can do. But apparently uh, there are people that have uh, managed to restore um, their teeth uh, and cavities and things like this by e eating raw organ meat, among other things, which is kind of maybe it sounds a bit crazy, but uh, that's what I've heard. So I, I think it's really good for you. That's how they used to eat. They, they used to eat the, the whole animal. You didn't waste anything, so I'm I'm certain that that's a, and look at some of the other animals, right? They they go um, in some regards for those parts first, even right. All right, Jimmy Fallis is over there too. Uh, good to see you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that, Jimmy. 
uh, it's always good to see you as well. Over on uh, DLive, we have Roar with the Diamond. Five to six years ago, thought we were winning. Um, uh, let me see. Five, six, I thought we were winning. Uh, was that in reference to something I said earlier in the beginning or something? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you, well, you know, you get a, you get a. It, it's not going to happen overnight. I think ten, I think ten years ahead. That's the trend. That's what I've said before. If that's what you're referring to, Roar. Um, ten years ahead. Uh, look, all the anti-white discussions that uh, was just complete taboo. Just, I don't know. Um, Five years ago, six, five, six years ago, are kind of now coming into even some of the conservative cycles and stuff like that. So I, I think it's gonna it's gonna pick up, and it's not over. Uh, don't be black pill. That's that's never gonna solve anything. Edward, the pale with the diamond. Thank you. Uh, White Rabbit Radio's hosting. Good to see you, Tim. Thank you. Uh, also, last days since a diamond. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, very kind of you. Okay, let's see what else we have here. We have a couple of. Uh, couple of stories here just before we dive into kind of the meat of the show here today. Check out this one. Just came across this one. Speaking about Sweden, uh, they just they continue to up the uh, the degeneracy. It's just it's it's record break and they just can't do this fast enough. Uh, so apparently this is fourth to sixth grade sexual education in Sweden. Um, here's some of the picture here. I guess it was Guide to Culture that linked this up first. I'm trying to find this the source. Uh, but apparently it's Storsjöskolan, which is Big Lake School in uh, Umeå, Sweden, up north. Do you believe that? Up north. Here are some of the images, some of the wonderful images. I'm not sure what we're looking at here. I'm not, I don't even, I can't even, as they say. Um, but, uh, but oh well, it, it is what it is. This Apparently this is how they are, are, are now, uh, this is public school right now in Sweden. Um, sex as uh, affirmation uh, or, or sex affirms one's gender identity, it says on the right there on the page. And I guess that's a some... Is that a mini? Is that a, a micro penis there? Is that a, is that a t- kind of a thing on the tongue of the of the dark uh, guy with, uh, with the blonde uh, fro there in the front? I, I, I'm actually not sure, but there's no... It doesn't look like there's any um, breasts on the, on the person in the foreground there, so I would assume it's... Uh, maybe it's a boy. Uh, <laughs> Check out these pictures. We've shown some of these. Like, it's it's it surfaces on a kind of a regular basis. Like there has been some out of Germany. There's been some out of Finland. There's been some out of Sweden. But look at the look at the facial expressions on the woman in the middle there. Like, what is? I guess I guess they think this is they're they're winning here. Uh, it, it's it's amazing actually. So there's a I guess it's an Arab here on the right that's uh, touching himself while holding a dildo. Uh, oh well, you know, this is not uh, family-friendly stuff, but apparently, apparently this is fine for fourth uh, to sixth graders uh, in Sweden. And on the page there to the left, it, it uh, describes, I, I guess in short, the paragraph there, but in short, uh, they're trying to classify as butt sex being uh, a more, that, that it feels more gender neutral is the first line. Butt sex or anal sex might feel more gender neutral uh, because the uh, the anal is independent of one's or how one's sex organ looks is the first line. Uh, so, all right. I, I don't know. No, no, no comment. What, what can you say? I was going to see if I can find the, the, the like find the actual source for it. 
uh, it's wow. What 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 can you say? But uh, it's not only it's not only in Sweden. Uh, here is actually forget if this is out of Australia or if this is out of the UK. I think it might be Australia, but I could be wrong on this. It's a public TV show or public TV network there that has launched launched a children's show showing uh, uh, an adult male with a very long penis or large penis, so I guess, but a long uh, penis. John Dillermond, which I guess is kind of, I guess, short for like some dildo man or something. Dildo, I don't know. John Diller, Dilderman. We, we do have some... Uh, uh, videos here we can take a look at too. Uh, okay, the Danish equivalent. There we go. So Denmark. I, I thought it was out of Australia for some reason. Oh, I think the author is out of Australia. That's why. The Danish equivalent of the BBC has launched a children's television show about a man with the world's largest penis. The program, available on DRTV's official website, centers around a character named John Diller Dillermund which also is the title of the series. Dillerman is a middle-aged man with a pre, uh, prehensible, prehens, prehensile penis, is that how you pronounce that? Prehensile penis that can extend to a length of several meters. The public broadcasting service aired the 14-episode children's series in January, surprised we're only hearing about this now, and reportedly reached over 250,000 children in the show's premiere week. Good day. Day, John all right uh fascinating john dillerman huh uh, that, so that was the intro right there. Uh, the show's creator, Marila Nilbori Andresen, reportedly worked with the child psychologist and other professionals during the making of the series to ensure the program was appropriate viewing for the target audience, children aged four to eight years old. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a, uh, that's not a, you know, weaponized uh, agenda against Scandinavian uh, children in any regard, right? Open the borders. Uh, just pervert their minds, screw with them in every imaginable way, turn them into just uh, degenerate, uh, sex-obsessed, you know, maniacs, basically, right? The episodes revolve around the main character who uses his penis to get himself out of troubling situations, such as using his penis to hoist a flag, steal ice cream from other children, and swipe money from buskers. I don't even know what that is. Buskers. Um, according to The Guardian, gender researcher Christian Gruss expressed concern about the program, suggesting it will hinder equality efforts and further promote a patriarchal type of society. <laughs> That's right. So it's not good enough. Of course it's not good enough. It's actually, it's actually dangerous for the completely wrong reasons, though. It's too much penis, which is, you know, which is penis bad, right? So, all right, okay. Uh, so maybe it's, is this, maybe is this based then out of, is that what, <laughs> is this a, is this an anti-feminist agenda here that's being put, seeping in? Uh, it's perpetuating the standard ideal of a patriarchal society and normalizing locker room <laughs> culture, Gross said. So it's a woman, let me get this wrong. Yeah, let me get his get it get it wrong. That's that's the Freudian slip right there. It's there's a woman Maria Nilbori Andresen, which is creating the series, but a middle-aged man 
with a long penis, and there is a what I think, yeah, it's Christian Gruz. That's a male, male man comes in and raises concerned that it's too patriarchal. Ugh. Maybe, maybe, uh, let me go back. Maybe, maybe it's, is this a is this a good is this a good thing? We're back here again. Is this maybe this is a good thing? Is this is that where I was come around to those conclusions and I'm like, actually, this is we should have this because it will kind of get rid of some of these, you know, some of those that won't, uh, I guess, procreate. Uh, then will just be and hopefully it's all these kinds of people who event series like this, and uh, they will just kind of be weeded out, and you'll be left with a smaller but much hardcore group that are aware of this propaganda, they're resistant to it. Maybe even on a genetic level, they'll be resistant to it. It doesn't matter how much garbage has been flung in their faces and how much they've been subverted or try being subverted. Uh, they're still, you know, normal people and they have large families and they try to live normal, uh, non-degenerate uh, lives, basically. So um, you got to see the positive uh, in some of this, I guess. But all right. Anyway, there's uh, I think there was was there one more clip linked up? No, I think that was it done. I think we're uh, good there when it comes to the uh, uh, the man with the uh, v the very long uh, penis uh, out of Denmark. I think that's OK. Uh, Chaz Roberto says here, micropenis is the new micro machine. <laughs> there, there you go. Was it, is that, um, you're thinking of the, wasn't that a toy uh, micro machines? Maybe you're thinking of something else. But uh, anyway, thank you, Chaz Roberto. Appreciate that. Uh, that's very kind of you. Um, okay. All right. Let me, um, let me move on here. Uh, let me close that. Oh, that's right. I had a Vimerica clip here, I guess. So it's not only, uh, it's not only Denmark and Sweden, which is, cutting edge uh, when it comes to some of the stuff of roping in kids into sexually perverted situations. Uh, here's a clip that uh, explains more uh, what's happening in America right now. Why in the hell these people got these fucking little bitty ass kids at this fucking drag show, y'all? But it's 11.30 at night. It is 11.40 at night. These people have children in a fucking drag show in L.A. on the beach. Look at this USA! USA! Oh. Telling her, get her fucking money. Look at this fucking bullshit. Look at this bullshit now. Look, look, they giving them fucking money, yo. Little girls now. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. And fucking throwing money at these little girls. Got them picking up fucking money off the floor like they fucking strippers and shit now. And do they? They have masks on too. Look at that. They have facial masks on the kids. Uh, but the the drag queen there does not. <sighs> it's it's over, folks. I mean, you know, I understand that, right? This is it's that's it. You're just it's you know it, it, the as I say the ship of state is a long, uh, complicated or large entity if you want to view it that way, uh, and it's like you you know see a giant falls it takes a long time. We're basically like we we're, we're seeing it it's it's beyond the point of of rescuing it or or like you know breaking your fall even it's like this it's going down but it's moving so slowly. Um, that we're, you know, we're kind of seeing it right now. And ultimately, of course, this is a good thing, right? Because it's out of these ashes 
that we can create something new and better and um, something that's more equipped uh, to deal with the particular subversion which has now destroyed our society, right? Uh, so I, you, you have to try to see the, the light in the tunnel from it. But in the meantime, use clips like this to wake people up to what the fuck is going on because this is this is crazy. This is nuts. This is should be considered to be child abuse, right? Uh, but as we know, we live... Uh, we don't live in normal times. We live in times where uh, everything is upside down, right? All right, so uh, I guess some good things here, depending on how you view it. But, uh, of course, we've covered Epstein a lot um, in previous shows. His, uh, his, uh, his, his murder, of course, and uh, a lot of the other people involved and stuff like that. But apparently uh, a developer in Florida, Todd Michael Glaser, uh, have purchased, and it was a while ago did, he purchased uh, Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Beach estate uh, for about $18 million, and now he's uh, decided to level it to the ground. At first I thought, you know, well, that's good, just, you know, get rid of it kind of thing. Uh, but then you never know, there could be, is there some cover-up? Remember his uh, his island property and stuff like that? There was all kinds of things on there. He ordered uh, this massive... Uh, uh, shredder, right? It was like some, I forget what it was, something ridiculous, like a 400-pound shredder or something like that. Uh, and this was before the cops actually raided the island and actually went in there and stuff like that. So maybe, who knows, maybe there's uh, underground uh, bunkers under the home, maybe there's uh, cellars, maybe there's uh, incriminating evidence or all kinds of manners of things still in the home, uh, and now they've just decided to level that and get rid of the evidence. I don't know, right? Uh, but regardless, uh, this is what's happening, and this is what they're doing. They're demolishing uh, the uh, the home, and apparently Glazer, Glazer uh, said that he was going to uh, build something new on the property. So uh, we'll see what what, uh, what pops up there next. Uh, but here's some of the uh, some of the images here from uh, the uh, wrecking crew doing their job. Right? These are these are some these are some of the wealthiest people on the planet. Right? They're they're uh, they're living in these kinds of environments. It's uh, it's nuts. Uh, I think there was a, let me see if there's a video of this too. Uh, yeah, here's a video. Let's check that out. Real quick. It seems to go on uh, like that. Not too much uh, other eventful things, but there you have it. They are uh, they are taking it down and they're uh, hauling it away, as I say. Uh, over on Trovo, Nerms uh, cast a, a, a fire spell. I think it is. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Very kind of you. Uh, let me see what else. I think I want to make sure we didn't miss any there. Let me scroll back up. Uh, Sarah B. Uh, stay safe uh, spell, I think it is. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Uh, and again, I can't see if there's a, a message attached uh, to that. I gotta, I gotta figure that out. But anyway, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, as the truck calls goes away right there. But uh, okay, so that's Epstein for you. Uh, update on that, and uh, we're we're gonna check in and see uh, how the uh, uh, how the uh, Gillian Maxwell thing is going as well here soon. Uh, there should be developments in that here. I think was it June. 
or is it July uh, that her trial is up, uh, coming up rather? So we'll see. The, she uh, seems uh, she seems to be alive still. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see if we get there or not. Right. Okay. So we're going to begin kind of uh, going into the uh, kind of main topic here for today uh, with a couple of. Uh, stories here. Uh, we'll begin with a couple of new shootings here. Before we do that, Conrad Curse over on Entropy Stream uh, says, stopping by to leave this. Hail Red Eyes and fellow members. Support Red Eyes, White Rabbit Radio, and others. Get involved in your local communities. We haven't lost yet. Our folk will prevail. Thank you, Conrad. Yes, absolutely. Get involved. Get involved in whatever way you can. Time to stop. Uh, start building communities. Time, time to start going to local politics. Try, try to your uh, city council, your uh, school board, whatever. Do different things. Especially if you have a kind of a, if you haven't said bad things on social media, or whatever, uh, under your real real name or something like that, which could you know, which would cause an an international outrage storm because by golly, someone says the wrong things on, you know, on Twitter or something. It's the end of the world. Um, <laughs> like actually like killing people and calling for them to be murdered and stuff like that. We'll get into some of that later. Uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right, Conrad. Thank you for that. Um, it's not over, folks. It's this is this is just this is just beginning. And in fact, it's uh, a very good opportunity um, as we move into the future uh, of redoing things, rebuilding things, and doing things right. Uh, this time and making it kind of uh, resistant to some of the stuff that we've uh, seen, some of the stuff that's uh, managed to take down our societies. Thank you, Conrad. Appreciate that. Okay, let me close a couple of windows real quick here. So uh, basically, we had a promoter of peace uh, that were shot by the police in Ohio, Columbus, to be more specific, um, while uh, she was trying to stab someone, apparently. So the video come out. We'll uh, look at that in a moment. Actually, we can look at. Let's look at that first. Here's the the body cam foot, uh, footage here. Uh, so she is uh, getting shot. So if you have an uh, issue with that, uh, turn away. But here's the here's the footage here. What's going on? What's going on? All right, and then it uh, kind of goes on from there. But as you can see uh, in the footage there, uh, she was, of course, uh, sporting a uh, a knife. She was uh, close to stabbing uh, the lady right there. Let's go back again. Let me go back again. It was kind of freezing up a bit there, but uh, right, I think right there you can see it, right? Yeah, right there. Oh, I was a little bit too slow again. Let me let me try again. You can see the knife very clearly. <clears throat> Right there. He's trying to slash her up right there. Um, but of course, that doesn't matter. Uh, this is what the mom said. Makaya was named after a male prophet in the Bible. She was a very loving, peaceful little girl. She was 16 years old. She was an honor roll student. And um, Makaya had a motherly nature about her. She promoted peace. And that's something that I want to always be remembered. Makaya was named after a male uh, promoter of peace. So there you have it. Uh, <clears throat> but I don't know which uh, promoters of peace uh, have a uh, 
have a have a knife in their hand. I wonder what it's is this is gonna be the police are playing this on a video wall screen. I think that's why. I don't know I'm not sure why we don't have the So I again I don't know nothing about the brawl, the background, why uh did it happen or whatever. But of course again that's irrelevant. Uh, it's just the narrative is just it's another uh co white racist cop that have shot a completely uh, innocent black person. Uh, and uh, in fact, uh, she, sh she should be allowed to stab whoever uh, she wants, uh, in fact. Here's what uh, Jen Psaki said uh, about the situation uh, before she circled around to, uh, to some of the other stuff. Uh, go ahead. Hi, Jen. Taylor Poplars with Spectrum News. Three Hi, quick questions. I'll make them quick. Um, first, has the president been briefed on 16-year-old Bakaya Bryant being shot and killed by police in Columbus, Ohio yesterday? happened moments before the show came out? Yes. Um, I said yes, and let me let me just say, since you gave me the opportunity, uh, the killing of 16-year-old Michaela Bryant by the Columbus police is tragic. She was a child. We're thinking of her friends and family and the communities that are hurting and grieving her loss. We know that police violence disproportionately impacts uh, black and Latino people in communities and that black women and girls that's a lie complete bullshit experience higher rates of police violence We also know they that do not there are particular vulnerabilities that children in foster care care like Micaiah face and her death came as you noted Just as America was hopeful of a step forward after the traumatic and exhausting trial of Derek Chauvin <laughs> and the verdict that was reached so our focus uh, is and, it, it, and these it just keeps it just keeps coming with these now it, it's almost and uh, it's almost like this must be happening on a more regular oh. oh, sorry about that. It was me pressing <laughs> pressing my shortcut. This must be happening on a on a more regular basis, it feels like, but it's just that it's being highlighted and lifted out. I mean, surely they could there's plenty of people shot and killed like every day in America, especially over the weekends and stuff like that, but places like, you know, Baltimore and Chicago and Memphis and you know, there's some of these southern uh, like Alabama, I forget which uh, which uh, city it was down there, but it's like some of them are just the the, the murder rates and, and stuff like that is just out of control. It's crazy, right? Um, so then, of course, you're more likely to have interactions with police, right? It's, it's actually very few uh, interactions uh, with police that end in someone actually being shot or, or stuff like that. Remarkably few, if you look at the statistics, right? But it's almost like, you know, these are just coming on a conveyor belt right now, which is <laughs> just feels like it's, you know, even if it's not some kind of thing behind it or it's intentional or whatever, it's 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 serves up the purpose, right? And even if it's justified, even if it's understandable, uh, they are going to sacrifice these police officers, and especially, obviously, if they're white. These white police officers are not going to be able to do anything, nothing. Uh, they're going to they're going to fry like they are frying Chauvin right now or is are going to he's that's it he's he's out he's, he's convicted uh, was it third degree murder and it was like murder multi it was it was um, it was murdered unintentionally it was murdered intentionally it was like a, layers and layers of the way that they convicted Chauvin right uh, but so these interactions uh, of course is more if you're more prone uh, to Ha be involved in criminal activity or violent interactions or situations where cops cops tend to show up. The statistics, therefore, the likelihood that you will have an interaction that ends badly will also go up, right? But if you adjust for population numbers, uh, there's more uh, white people sh killed by police uh, than non-whites uh, in America. I don't have the st I wish I had stats right in front of me to show you and pull up. Uh, we'll we'll have to do that here soon. Um, 
uh, and just show that that that's that's not the case, right? But it, it always reminds me of this. Let me see if I can find that clip. It's a good one. Uh, it's let me see of, of just this like you, you don't. So if she hadn't been running around with a knife trying to stab someone, it, she wouldn't have been shot, like obviously, right? And I'm going to talk about the Adam Toledo thing here later too. And it's the same thing there. Like it was known as uh, Little Lil Homicide. Um, and it was some other nickname he had as well. And it was running around with a uh, with a weapon in its hand, right? So you're more likely, of course, to get to be in a situation where you have an interaction with the cops. And if they can't see, if they're scared, if they're uh, freaked out by this, right, then that's what it's going to be. Uh, let me see if I can find that clip. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful clip. Uh, it's definitely worth playing. Uh, but it's loading slow, unfortunately, on my end here. So, all right, I'll keep looking for it here. And uh, let me see what else we had. See the next one here. Yeah, so here's here this. I want to show this one too. Uh, now, so so now the officer's name. Put this in perspective to um, the Capitol Police that shot uh, Ashley uh, Babbage, right? We know nothing. The investigation was dropped. We th there's no, we don't know the name of the officer. There's no one that be, that been hung out here. Uh, remember again, it was um, uh, Kim Potter, right? Uh, who shot? Oh, I can't really see. There's so many. There's, again, conveyor belt. Uh, I forget who she shot. Oh, they accidentally shot um, uh, Dante Wright, right? Uh, in, um, I forget where that was now. Um, she was hung out right away. Names, pictures, even her address was out immediately, right? So I saw this training earlier here. The police name of uh, officer uh, who fatally shot 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant in Columbus, uh, Ohio. Uh, oh, it's sensitive material. Okay, that's right. AJ Plus, uh, call me out loud here. Columbus police identified the officer who shot and killed 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant as Nicholas Reardon. He joined the force in 2019. The officer shot her uh, shot her at least four four times. Okay, okay. so interim chief uh, claims officer may not have had cover, distance, and time to use a taser. Well, obviously not. And it's the same thing with the uh, uh, Adam, was it Adam Toledo? I forget what it was. Uh, yeah, Adam Toledo. Same thing there, right? And so, you know, they're going to hang him out. He's going to be going to be another murder trial and doesn't matter, even though she had a knife. You know, this is the, this is the clown world we live in now when it comes to America. There's no justice. There's, there's no reason for white people to be police officers and cops because they're just going to be even though if they do their job, they're going to be hung out to dry and they're going to be sacrificed on the altar of this new anti-white religion that's rising out of this, basically. Uh, and they this new religion, it has it has everything right. It has baptisms. We'll talk about this in a moment. Uh, it has, um, it has, uh, you know, new. Uh, it has a new clergy. It has these uh, ways that you 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 can cleanse yourself of of your sins and all kinds of weird shit, right? Uh, anyway, here's the clip that I was thinking about. Um, listen to this. I've played it a couple of times. You might have seen it, but the, it's uh, it's worth playing. Um, check it out. I can't believe you got to explain this shit to these brain dead ass Negroes. Well, don't your Black Lives Matter? Yeah. And you know why? Because I fucking say that it matters. See, I don't need to go out in the street with a sign screaming this shit like a fucking idiot and throwing a temper tantrum like a damn child. Uh, also, I'm not even remotely worried about being killed by the police. You know why? Come here. Let me tell you. Because I'm not a fucking criminal and I don't go around committing fucking crimes. That's right. Also, if I do interact with the police, guess what else I don't do? I don't fight the cops and I don't resist arrest like a fucking moron. I don't know why they always killing us. 
Really? <laughs> See, nobody cares about your fucking skin color. Nobody gives a damn about your brown skin. See, it's your fucked up shitty behavior is why people don't like you. That's why I don't like you, you dumb, stupid ass motherfuckers. There you go. Okay, so he summarized it better than I could. Uh, and the same thing with uh, Dante Wright. Like, well, maybe you... Well, first of all, you've had warrants out for your arrest. Uh, you're not showing up for court. Uh, I think it was... Was it a stolen car? Did that come out or not? Uh, you don't try to run away and jump in a car, which can be used as a weapon against officers. But again, Kim Potter, is she, she going to be sacrificed in the same way for accidentally discharging her weapon instead of the taser? I don't know, right? But we'll we'll have to see. These people, these are there being sacrificed on the altar and, and and as every religion you have to have sacrifices this new anti-white religion that we're seeing or denomination i should say uh that we're seeing now coming out of all these situations uh is going to have white people as the sacrifice it's kind of like think of the you know the third temple and you know they talk about the re uh re resurrection i guess of animal sacrifices and things like that to kind of keep their uh, superstition at bay. The same thing's going to happen here. We have basically have why it's already happening. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like it's oh, it's coming. It's it's like it's happening. It's already here. But you'll see it. Be, it'll be more and more. It'll be more and more crystallized, uh, if you will, as we move forward. Right. I saw that I missed uh, one on entropy here. Sorry about that. Uh, from Lycan Warrior, uh, regarding previous uh, clip when I mentioned uh, Vi America there, and uh, Lycan says, uh, such a stark difference when I was a kid. The cultural slash sexual degeneracy in the West is likely even worse than in Weimar Germany. I mean, to a certain extent, it is, um, because it's also more you have. I mean, there it was just kind of beginning with like gender transitions and it was a very odd thing and stuff. There's so much now bodily augmentation and like medication attached to all of this, right? Um, and that, that reminds me, do you guys see the, the, the screenshot of the, the CEO of the company who's uh, making Lupron? I think it's a Lupron. The guy who, or the company that's producing the uh, uh, the hormone blockers. Let me just show you that for, uh, real quick. L look at this. Someone tweeted this out. This is crazy, uh, crazy shit right here. Uh, where are we? Here we are. Richard Gonzalez. Now, I, th I thought it was a... What I heard is one of them that does this is a company out of Israel, but these are like uh, international companies based out of a lot of different places. But anyway, Richard Gonzalez, CEO of Abby, what, Abby V, I guess it is, or AbV. Uh, and the man behind Lupron, the main puberty blocker used on kids. Um, and Lomazir says, you'll never see an adrenochrome adult lizard skin suit this transparent. Look into these creatures' eyes and tell me demons aren't real. I don't know. what's. Let me go up full screen for you there. What's, what's going on there? I thought it was photoshopped first. But actually, if you go to uh, AdV's website, let me pull that in here. Uh, you can actually see that this is the photo that they use uh, on their uh, on their website. Let me uh, let me show you here. <clears throat> I was like, "What is what is this? Our company? Let me see here. Leadership, right here. Let's see. There we go. Richard Gonzalez, Chairman and the Board and Chief Executive Officer. That's the image they use right there. Is that it? Uh, what was that little? What was that called? Uh, Oh, there was some sh there was some show. I guess it was the um, 
the guys who did the um, <laughs> Jesus, it's just one uh, one I can't think of it after uh, after another here. Uh, the guys who did South Park did some movie, and it was kind of like done in that style. Uh, they were making fun of it, right? With the, the little like action figure things. That's kind of how he looks like. I forget what that was called. It was some original show. They had like different, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> super, uh, uh, what is it, like a little soldier that had a submarine and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, that's, he looks fake. <laughs> Just take it off. Someone says in chat too. Uh, anyway, this this is what, this is the world we're in now. So anyway, uh, thank you, Lycan, for that comment. But yeah, in many ways it's worse. And these are the kind of people that are uh, pushing it uh, or making it available rather. Cockfree Zone uh, says, thank you for staying strong and doing what you do. Hail victory. Thank you, Cockfree Zone. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Same to you, sir. Keep uh, keep fighting. Stay strong. Uh, okay. So we have him. And so the officers named uh, crazy stuff, right? Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, RoboThink uh, with the diamond says, when will Adam Green be back on Red Ice TV? Uh, I don't know. I haven't talked with uh, Adam in a while. Um, Hopefully we can have him back soon. I haven't uh, booked any in, but uh, as always, I, I like to touch base regularly with Adam. Uh, he does great work. So I'll think about a robo uh, think. Thank you uh, for the diamond. Uh, Wilfred P. with a couple of diamonds. Actually, three, four in a row. Thank you. And he uh, says on the last one, thank God for men like him. Um, are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, but uh, I'll take your word for it. Thank you for the, uh, the diamonds. Appreciate that. Uh, okay, so here's the, the other one done real quick. Um, Adam Toledo, that footage was released as well, and so now it's another cop. And I looked at the whole video, and obviously there was like with it within a split second, this decision was made right by the cop, and he obviously clearly saw that he had a weapon. Now he ended up throwing it behind the fence that he's standing at, and then people were like, "Oh my God, he put down the weapon!" And he shot him just for the heck of it, right? If you look at the if you look at the footage, it's like it's literally like within 23 frames that all of this is happening uh, when he's met up with him. So so he, he he didn't know. He saw that he had a weapon. And so but people now expect, especially if it's a white cop, they're expecting that they should put their body on the line and potentially be murdered and killed um, for for potentially so, so that they can't make a mistake. Right. And all these other dumb questions came up. Well, can't you? Can't you shoot them uh, like in the leg or something like that? And it's like they, there's no the chances of of hitting that diminishes and stuff. And and they basically want white cops to die. So they'll end. They're, they're, I've heard that many cops are ending in droves or quitting, I should say, in droves. And that's what they want because they don't want anything to stand in the way of this new revolutionary time that we're entering into of blood and gore and violence. And those who have declared. Uh, Western civilization, particularly people of European descent, as the enemies, they want these um, armed, crazed hordes of anti-white commies to go after them. And they don't want any kind of anything to stand in the way, really, for, for them to be able to do what they want with these people that they have the, that the system has declared as their enemies. So that's part of it now, right? Just make them quit, defund the police. Uh, all cops are bastards. Uh, you know, lower the morale to such a point that there's like just utter lawlessness, right? Again, you got to think about this. We, we, you know, um, destru destruction is a time of of obviously danger, but also great opportunity because you can reshape and reform things in 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 new ways. And the elite very much sees this as well. They have a di very different plan when it comes to the new uh, the new age that we're entering into, right? And the new order that they're trying to build. 
and uh, with a great reset, call it whatever you want, New World Order, the Great Reset is just a new term for it, basically. Uh, and they're hoping to do it in their image, right? So out of the ashes of this world that they're burning down, uh, they're going to have complete control. Uh, they're even going to be able to, you know, um, decide who gets to who gets to stay and, and, and who doesn't, right? And we'll see if anything with this uh, fertility thing pans out, too, regarding the vaccine, right? We covered it uh, in the Weekend Warrior Show. Check that out if you haven't already. Women's reproductive ability uh, has plummeted. Uh, for those who have taken the mRNA update or the COVID vaccine, if you so prefer. Uh, and we talk about some of the stories for that. Uh, we showed some videos, the anecdotal stuff about that. Uh, so we might see, we, we might kind of come up against a hard edge of like the depopulation agenda here. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. We're not going to be able to tell in the next couple of months here. But apparently women's like menstrual cycles are all over the place. Um, and apparently even women who are, close to women that have gotten the vaccine, even if they themselves haven't gotten the vaccination, also is having effects and weird things happen. I, I, how do you explain that? I have no idea. But that's apparently what, what women are saying. And mainstream news is governing. Daily Mail cover, covers cover this and stuff like that too. Uh, so something weird is happening. That you know These proteins are in the placenta, I think, are, are attacked uh, and affected by the mRNA update and stuff like that. So, so again, uh, depopulation. Uh, they're going to get to... Uh, they're they're going to get to say... Uh, who stays and goes, right? All right, so anyway, we'll see. We'll follow that, too. This is out of Chicago. Adam Toledo, or also as he was known as Lil Homicide or Baby Diablo. Diablo. I looked at the f uh, video of this yesterday. And, I mean, the cop was even a after he'd done this, he tried to resuscitate him. He was crying at one point. Probably also because he knows, he, he know now where this is going. Every white cop is is watching these kinds of things on the news. They're seeing where this is going uh, the farce trials in the connection to this, and they're feeling it. They're like, they're, I think they understand that they can't put themselves in a situation where they potentially have to uh, use deadly force against someone because uh, they will be sacrificed, right? So here's another one uh, just today out of North Carolina. Uh, tensions rising at the scene of deputy-involved shooting in Elizabeth City, uh, North Carolina. Let's uh, check some things out. I'm sure it's another white cop. Conspiracy. We got an eyewitness that has seen everything. All right, Elizabeth City, North Carolina, on riot watch. Crowds gathering as we wait details and hopefully body cam footage. Of course, 
we don't know what happened neither do they but what does that matter right they they're <laughs> they, their sights are set their goals are are uh, are clear uh we know where this is going very spicy developments in elizabeth city north carolina ten scene and it appears the cops pressed a guy openly caring this is so sad they really got to put his weapon up? We got to put our weapons up to him and we love him. What? What? <laughs> so even though you can have open... Open concealed weapon and anything, and they still gonna tell you to put your gun up. No matter what permit y'all don't went and got paid whatever money, the cops are still gonna tell you to put your fucking gun up. Well, do you blame them with everything going on? Cops being killed and, and stuff and someone shows up with a weapon? I, I mean, <laughs> it's like it, I totally understand it. Uh, all right, here's the news report. Let me see what they uh, reveal here. News this midday out of Elizabeth City. That is where the Pasquotank Sheriff's Office is investigating an officer-involved shooting. Officials tell us a deputy shot and killed a man this morning. Telling your size, Jason Marks is there right now with the latest details for us. Jason, what have you learned? And, and we're on Roanoke Avenue, uh, and it's a very intense situation. There's a, literally a line, a police line tape. Let me, let me step out of the way. We're back from the scene a little bit uh, because it's very tense right now between the community and officers, as you can imagine. <clears throat> you see the police line right there. Now, if you look back further in the distance, you'll see a tent, the blue tent. I don't know if Kevin can see it from back there. Uh, that tent is where the man was killed. We're told that deputies came here this morning around 8.30 to serve a warrant. We don't know what that warrant was for yet. It was some sort of search warrant. Uh, at some point, a man whose family identifies as uh, Andrew Brown got into his car. He lives right on this street, started to drive away, and that's when shots were fired by a deputy. Andrew Brown was killed here at the scene uh, around 8.30. Neighbors tell us that they heard anywhere between six and eight shots. Obviously, in the wake of police-involved shootings and what happened yesterday in Minnesota, and when you talk about police-involved shootings, it's a yeah. very intense situation because people here want to know exactly what happened. Joining me now is um, Keith Rivers, who is the president of the Pasquotank County NAACP. And Keith, obviously, you said you were cutting grass this morning. You heard what happened. Why did you come down here right away? Well, first of all, um, in the light of everything that's going on in America with the shooting of unarmed black men. I came no down to assess the situation, to find out, to make sure that the facts are clearly disseminated, to uh, ensure that we, as we speak to the sheriff's department, the county commissioners, that they release information. If the camera, if the sheriff's department was wearing their body cameras, if the body cameras were on, that information needs to be disseminated as quickly as possible. In order you to know, and the interesting too, th thing too, I remember there was like this, we need body cams of these things. And, and when, when that actually became implemented a lot more, not that it helps, don't, don't get me wrong, like we with Chauvin and stuff like that, right? Um, 
it doesn't it doesn't matter at the end they convict people even if they were in the right or even if they did the thing right after protocol or whatever you know the current educational uh, you know or program that the cops are run through the education of how they should deal with certain people at certain situations and things like this right uh, but it's it's uh, reflected negatively overall, I think, for the people who at least have veneration for the truth when they look at this material. Uh, but yeah, I agree. But the, the point is, too, it doesn't matter. They just, their mind is made up. These are white racist killers, and they're just out hunting blacks for no reason. That's the uh, that's kind of the narrative, right? Uh, and so their mind is already made up. So it doesn't matter what the uh, the, the camera shows at the end of the day, uh, what the body cam footage will show. But uh, sure, we'll see. We'll take a look at it when it comes out. Uh, maybe it's uh, awfully uh, uh, ridiculously bad judgment by the officer. Will we'll, we'll, remains to be seen. Uh, Brad C with the diamond. Thank you, Zach McCracken with a diamond. Says red eyes. Uh, live is not visible on the main page. You're talking about on DLive? Actually, I went in to check and I see it there. Uh, you will have to go into settings, uh, Zach McCracken, if you're talking about the uh, on, on DLive, and uh, click on your logo up in the top right-hand corner, go to uh, settings, and uh, then you just have to click uh, show X. Do they have it in X-tagged X content? Yeah, X-tag preference, uh, show X-tag X tag content and also mature tag preferences. There's like two layers now, and you have to select it to show mature tagged content. So if you select both of those, uh, it should show up on the front page. Uh, but I have noticed some some uh, things on DLab are just not, even if I have that selected word showing up. So I'm sure they they're doing stuff on the back end. But uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you, Zach. Uh, Michael fifty seventy e with a diamond says, "Hail Red Ice, hail the gods." Um, and says, "Have you have you made?" Uh, widen is it widen maybe that's uh, autocorrect maybe you were raped by the autocorrect uh if it's something i should know if something obvious uh, i apologize but I'm, I'm not sure what uh what that should say uh, have you made widen I, I i'm not sure michael but uh thank you um oh yeah here we go okay number two he sends another diamond stupid smartphone yeah exactly uh have you made woden proud today uh, i i hope i will you know it reminds me of the story we covered in uh, and, and not that speaking out in our times is everything, but we had, it was an interesting story we covered in the Weekend Warrior show uh, where people in Sweden are sending out medals to those that have been uh, convicted for uh, like hate, hate speech uh, laws in Sweden. And it's not that they're like, you know, they, they're saying hateful things. It's like, you know, they're against the population replacement. They've made critique, uh, critical comments about, you know, how the politicians are running the show and stuff like that. But yeah, they had a, a interesting, it's called the HMF medal, which stands for Hetzmut Folkgrupp, which is basically translate to uh, incitement against an ethnic group. Uh, but in many regards, it's not incitement. It's just people that are like voicing their concerns and they're not like targeting a group specifically or anything like that. They're just speaking out against, like, they could talk about the statistics of what we've seen in Sweden since the migrant uh, uh, wave began, for example. And then they're convicted for this uh, for this crime. But anyway, some uh, some good, good-hearted uh, people in Sweden uh, are making uh, medals to boost the morale and say, basically, thank you for speaking out. I think by I think they had a Latin slogan which said something like, "If you." Um, by speaking out, you're you're saving yourself or sa uh, helping to save uh, save us or something like that was the was the slogan. So it's kind of good. But uh, anyway, I hope I have um, Michael. Uh, we, we we try every do every day uh, to make our gods proud. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. Brad C with the diamond. Uh, then we have realistic elephant with a diamond. Thank you. Sonata for violin with a ninja Thank you so much for that. Very kind of you. Uh, let me check entropy real quick here. 
Cockfree Zone, we did that one. No, this one we did not do. Cockfree Zone says white cops should all resign, start training white civilians in preparation for the race war. Uh, I think I think you're going to see a lot more white cops uh, resign. They're they're looking at this, and of course, this is what they want as well. Um, because ironically, you can have people like Bernie Sanders sit and talk about how important it is that people in a certain area have people com- uh, policing them that looks like them, right? Which I completely agree with. That's absolutely right. That's why we used to have nations and territories of our own. And then it was all our own people doing these kinds of jobs and stuff. And it could, you could never levy the accusation of racism against people because everyone had their own territory where they lived and they did they, they sorted these things out, right? Uh, but now, because we live in the time we do, when they want to try to replace white people, uh, basically we are living in a hodgepodge of ethnic uh, mix-up and then you can always use the racist card. So, so even if it was not... Uh, racially motivated an incident you can always say that it was and then that's it'll be judged by that which is insane uh but can you imagine white people being policed by uh non-whites after everything after all the hatred that we're seeing now being whipped up against white people being blamed for everything they're the root of your problem they're trying to hold you down do you think this justice system is going to be uh fair and 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 equal in how it treats it, it it's Still, I think, what, majority white in, in these systems, which, of course, is an accurate reflection of the demogra- uh, dem- demography in, in a country like America. But even then, justice is not served. And you had people like Chauvin being hung out uh, as scapegoats and and, and sac- ritual sacrifices, right? Um, it's crazy. So I say don't quit. Don't do it. Don't do it. Continue to police your, your community or move to an area where uh, where people uh, where people look like you. That's uh, that's a very easy way out of the situation, right? Conrad Curse uh, with another one says, I'm hearing a whole lot of look at me. I want to be on TV in that video. I guess referring to the North Carolina one we're l- looking at there out of Elizabeth. Uh, was it Elizabeth City? If that person's life mattered so much, why are they laughing in the background? It's all an opportunity. You're right, Conrad. It, it's always an opportunity. Uh, for attention or for casting shade or blaming the people that you want to blame and shit like that. So that's crazy. But uh, anyway, let's move on to uh, Chauvin here. Of course, we've mentioned this already by a guilty verdict yesterday. Uh, Absolutely insane. But of course, they're not happy. They're not. I I saw another one. I saw the the communist um, on YouTube there, um, Bow of the Fifth Column. Just saw the title of the video come in. I have to look at it after uh, the show here. But it said, why... The Chauvin trial, or why the Chauvin verdict doesn't feel like a win. So they they got their way. There are people that they're admitting that he was essentially sacrificed to try to prevent America from being burnt down. You have people like Greg Gutfeld on Fox News making comments like this, like basically, thank God that like he's guilty. Um, because now, you know, we otherwise America could have been like th- burned to the ground, which shows you that this kind of uh, behavior works then. They're basically like, it's this in a, what do you call a blackmail, extortion? What do you call it? Like you're, you're threatening. Give us what we want or we'll fuck your shit up, basically. <laughs> That's basically where we're at, right? But even... But even when they're given what they want, that is not good enough. And the, it's not a victory to them. Because this is this is not what it's about. It's not just about Chauvin. This is about taking down European-created Western societies and white people with it. So here's AOC saying that the Chauvin conviction in Florida death is not justice. 
I don't want this moment to be framed as this system working. Listen to this. So no, this verdict is not justice. Queen, it says in the comments. Frankly, I don't even think we call it full accountability because there are multiple officers that were there. It wasn't just Derek Chauvin. And I also don't want this moment to be framed as this system working, working, because it's not working. And that's what creates a lot of complexity in this so moment. Comment, the fight has just begun, says. <laughs> so no. All right, there you go. So you, you get, you get, you get. We're seeing other. We're we'll we're seeing the writing on the wall. We we know where this is going. There, there's blood in the water. They're they've wet their appetite. What do you what do you call it? And um, this is this is just the beginning. Uh, they're just starting to feel that they're getting some things. We can push the system. We can manipulate the system. We can do what we want to do. Uh, and basically, the anti-white rhetoric will turn into. Um, action it's a, it's ironic because this is what we've heard on msnbc and cnn and you know dehumanizing language you know trump said this about someone or you know about immigrants or something you know oh my god it's basically murder you know kind of thing now that is actually happening but it's happening against white people and specifically you know right wingers and things like that too uh, but take a look at this clip here it gives you a little bit of an insight into uh what some people are both willing to admit and kind of uh, yeah just admitting that it's, it's it's basically i can't say it but it's basically time to start killing white people is what's revealed uh, in this uh, clip here look at this i'm ami horowitz i'm back in minneapolis and the tensions are high the city is about to explode i'm here to find out what the hell is going on burn the whole city down what does it matter so i said burn the city down you know so they can see that we're here continue the movement do you think the city's going to burn down yes absolutely no question about it. No. And that'll be the least of our problems. By, by burning all the city down, we'll teach them a lesson? I think, honestly, I'm all for burning it down. There shouldn't even be a trial. He should be convicted just as is. Even got off, would you support street justice on him? Yes. Y'all should have fed him to the wolves a long time ago. How, how many unarmed black people were killed by cops last year? Any oh, idea? 100 plus? In just Minnesota? No, around the country. Oh, thousands. Un unarmed black people. Thousands. Thousands. <laughs> like, uh, like, destruct the whole race of, you know, the African-American race. Would you consider this Very well spoken. the eradication of an entire people? That's a good question, and now that I've been confronted with it, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I mean, genocide <laughs> is like the targeting of one race for destruction. Do you yeah. think that's what they're doing? Genocide of, of anybody that's not white. Would you call it happening <laughs> genocide? Yeah, I think that's one word for it. Genocide? Yes, most definitely. A genocide? Yeah. We need another civil war in this country in order for us to have true justice. If that's what it takes, then we have to do it. Do we need another civil war now? If that's what it takes, then I believe so. If that's what it's going to take to revamp everything, for everything to be equal, at least equal for us to have justice, I believe so. Will Equity. it happen? Probably. Equity what percent results. of this country? are white supremacists? Say most of the country. I can't give you a number, but like... You say majority of the country. Yeah. Should we just gather up the white supremacists and do street justice? That would be ideal. <laughs>
Uh, again, I'm not gonna say anything that would directly incriminate. Oh me, no, no, I would of course say not. That would be a good idea. I don't yeah. want to say we need to go start killing all white folks, but it's like, but <laughs> maybe they need to feel the pain in the heart. <clears throat> there you go. So I, I, yeah, I, I see people are talking about Amy Horowitz in the comments there, but he does, uh, he, he does, uh, he does good work. It's important to to highlight this. Does he have an agenda ulterior? Sure, maybe down the line, but it's still. I'll take what I can get. It's good that he does these kinds of things. He went to Sweden and does some coverage there and stuff like that. But yeah, this is what you're getting. But it's also it's it's amazing how that's flipped, right? It's it's like there is there's actually actually a genocide going on against people of European descent, right? Because we're being replaced in our own countries. Um, you can hunt down white people and the effects of these kinds of things when they happen are not at all on par of what they are when someone who's not white, in an equal situation, I'm saying, the, 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 the attention would be on the non-white person and saying, this has to stop, we have to, you know, when there's, you know, Ebba uh, Åkerlund in Sweden, when it's... Uh, Canon Hinnant, this boy being thrown down the balcony in, was it, that was, I think that was Minneapolis, you know, things like that, children, white children, and it's not at all the type of coverage that we're seeing uh, that Black Lives Matter and all the media, you know, whores, the pundits managed to, to accomplish, right? So they're thinking that they're the ones who are being subjected to a genocide because of the, again, because of the media narrative of how they're, this is what they see when they, when they, when they watch the TV, right? And actually, did an excerpt about that, one of uh, Lana's videos regarding uh, you know why whites are not having kids. And so, if you're new to the show, if you're just you know, kind of tuning in or you don't believe that or whatever, uh, one of the videos that Lana made, we went through that in detail regarding what is actually considered to be uh, genocide according to the convention. Right. So here's a short clip, just two minutes long. Uh, look at this, because uh, everything that we cover, you know, day, you know, every week, multiple shows. All, all this insanity, like just complete and utter anti-white. The system is, is an anti-white engine, right? It's working to replace us. It's denying that anything is happening to us while they're doing it to us. They're, they're causing our children to hate themselves, um, you know, leading to lower birth rates, you know, all these kinds of things. Anyway, here's the... Here's the clip. I'll let that speak for itself. We're constantly told that this is inevitable, like a bad voodoo mind trick, that white people are going to die out. So just embrace it and rejoice. It's for the best that people like you don't exist. This is not going to be the country of white people. And you can speed that along by having kids who don't look like you. Forget the environment and all that now, because no white people means cleaner air. Mixed race populations in the West are going to save it. Again, incredibly hateful. The fact is several of these things that I mentioned fall under the UN's definition of genocide. Don't believe me? Let's take a look. In the present convention, genocide means any of the following acts committed with intent to destroy in whole or in part a national, ethnical, racial, or religious group as such, causing serious mental harm to members of the group. Yes, definitely happening and some physical, which people deny. Deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction in whole or in part. Yes happening. Measures intended to prevent births within the group, 
Yes, happening. So it's yep, no surprise, happening. considering these factors, that white birth rates are low. Duh, it's not organic, but done by design. White yeah, and she continues in the video there. But check out that video, Why Whites Are Not Having Children. I've been uh, re-uploading a lot of the older uh, videos up to uh, Odyssey to get everything up on Odyssey. Um, so if you want to uh, support us on the Odyssey platform, uh, and I know we have uh, people over there tuning in live, so thank you for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, check out those videos. Uh, if you haven't seen them before, of course, great. Watch, check, check them out on, on Odyssey or RedEyesMembers.com, whatever you want to uh, do there. But I'm re-upping some of these, so you'll be able to see it on the front page right now uh, on uh, Odyssey.com slash at RedEyesTV. Uh, she goes in more detail to that. But it, so, so the point here is why I play that is that the media have have, have spun this and, and done such a mind control job on these people that they think they're the ones who are being targeted for 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 genocide because you have you know, what an average of i think 15 to 20 uh, unarmed uh, black people being shot by police uh, every year or something like that right L listen to this again about, about the genocide bar portion here how, how many unarmed black people were killed by cops last year you know oh. idea 100 plus in just Minnesota? No, around the country. Oh, thousands. Un unarmed black people. Thousands. Seems like they're on their race, like, uh, like, destruct the whole race of, you know, the African-American race. Would you consider this a genocide? It's the eradication of an entire people. That's a good question, and now that I've been confronted with it, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I mean, genocide means, like, the targeting of one race for its destruction. Do you and, of course, we looked at that. And uh, and the, what the convention actually says, the UN convention, right, Article Two, uh, and it actually talks about just the creating the mental headspace, essentially. Like if you're teaching, which they're doing now in schools, right? They're teaching white kids to hate themselves. There's like elite prep schools in New York. Uh, these and they're like liberal lunatics. Some of these parents, uh, mega wealthy elitists, right? They're pulling their kids out of the school, like Megan Kelly did because it's so anti-white it's all run through the lens of anti-whiteness and stuff and they've had enough they're, they're they can't take it anymore they're pulling it out right so if you create that environment uh that white is bad and non-white is good do you think that's going to have a, a an impact mentally on the children that are white obviously it will right uh we've heard the argument that even just having not not having representation of all the different races on the television channel is going to create a mental uh, uh, a harmful environment mentally speaking right and then, of course, that reflects physically. Then you can we, we looked at those clips. You can't now the the, the same diet doesn't work uh, on on some of the non-white uh, races or people out there because they're so stressed living in this racist society, right? All right. Anyway, uh, I'm dragging on that, but it's it's amazing. It's remarkable, actually. So I, I think uh, Amy Horowitz does a does a good job here, uh, kind of pulling this together and showing us some of this insanity here. Uh, Noob Noob over on uh, D Live says uh, blacks have a right to police themselves. Smile of face. Uh, yes, absolutely. They do, and they should, and that's the way to, to move forward. As I said, I agree with Bernie Sanders on that point, and I, I was actually trying to find uh, that clip here, uh, and unfortunately I can't, but I, th I forget if it was a Weekend Warrior show or if it was a Flashback Friday show, but it, it's a perfect clip, right, because he's like, uh, he's talking with Cardi B, and, he's, and he, may, he mentions all these things of just like, well, you gotta, you got to have people that look like them, uh, policing their own, uh, their own people. And I was like, yeah, that's what we that's what we used to have. It's called nations, but you guys, your side have decided to up, uproot this, upend this. Uh, but you know, it will go back to that. They, they're going to be able to have nations. They're going to be able to have territories. They're going to be able to have whatever they want. It's just white people that has to have an environment where 
everyone else have access to their their environments, right? They can't police themselves. That that will be the worst uh, the worst thing possible. It basically be another uh, holocaust if white people uh, have spaces of their own, right? Uh, Wilfred P with a diamond says white cops should withdraw from uh, from all black areas. Yeah, I wonder what happens on the backside there. Can they pick and choose? Is that up to the police chief who de you know who decides those kinds of things? It would be interesting if they can. Uh, choose or request to not or to be in certain areas. I have no idea how that works, but I would assume that that would be a, if if police really were smart about this and didn't want to uh, make the situation worse. Yeah, you'd you'd have a, a racial division based on what areas and territories you do police. But you're always going to have an overlap, and that's going to be possible to um, to have that division in certain areas, obviously. Uh, and then Brad C says black policing in black areas. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the way out of it, right? 373373 with the diamond, 13%. Majority all fat thinks they can fight. <laughs> noob noob with the diamond. Blacks are foot soldiers, but who are the generals? Yeah, well, that's that uh, the, the verboten territory and area. You can't talk about that, see? Because uh, then you're a bad word, see? Then you're a, a worshipper of uh, Austrian painters. Um, but yeah, it's true. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's meat. It's, it's, um, uh, it's racial uh, hostility. I mean, they want a race war, right? I mean, that's that's true. The the, the elites, uh, people that are running the show, they want, they want a race war. And but the answer then is not as, is not to say as a white person, oh, therefore we can't like defend ourselves or fight for our continued existence. The answer why they want a race war is because they hope and wish that white people will just roll over and go away and succumb to, uh, to, to being the being the victims of this war. Being the losers in this war, right? Uh, okay, let's uh, let's keep going here. Uh, we have much more to cover. Let me just pull up my. Uh, I have too many notes here. Sorry, guys. Uh, let me see here. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's play some of these clips that I had here. Let me just check uh, entropy stream real quick. Uh, make sure there's nothing there. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, Hayes, eighty-seven vision. Really enjoy the show. The only people who bring up race in every argument are the same ones calling everyone racist. The commies are the ones who call for the race war. They are the racists. Yeah, they're the they're the anti-white ones, and that's why we kind of rope in. I mean, it's it's like it's not a boomer thing to say, and and I know that there's some you know some of the some of the based ones out there that I don't know they're attracted to communism now. I guess the Nazbol or whatever. Um, it's the same thing with like I bring up like the socialism in Sweden that that helped to destroy the Swedish soul and they're like oh did you do you dumb boomer it's like it was capitalism and, and immigrants that have done that and it's like yeah there were the the nail in the coffin obviously but it's like preceding that you have five decades of just outright raw commie bullshit running uh, Sweden which killed the soul of the people it it murdered the 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 remaining uh, uh, spirit that we had left and that's why the Swedish people on collectively speaking didn't do anything when the borders started to be open when in the in the mid to late 90s uh, actually early 90s our uh, financial system we had a planned commie economy that opened up to the international market it was ravaged by capitalist predators they bought up the currency, they crashed it, they did all kinds of things, they, they screwed us over, they got us in debt and all that stuff. Like, absolutely, those are part of the game. But what really destroyed our, our soul was five decades of, of communism, a.k.a. democratic socialism. That's what destroyed it, and that's why you didn't have any any opposition. You can't, you can't fight back, nor can you have survival instinct if you're dead, and that's basically what we've seen in Sweden. Now there's going to be a, 
portion of the population that resists this, that organize, that take us out of the situation, and it's going to be better. Again, no intention to be blackpilled, but the Sweden that you know and the population overall, the majority of population, that's over. They're gone. That's it. They killed it with, with the commie bullshit, and they had open borders, the migrants, and the, uh, the capitalist free market predatory system coming and just finish it off, right? Um, so yeah, so to back to the point of the communism, that it's like, yeah, it's anti-white communism. It's, it's the new, the new, it's not, see, the bankers are now are on their side. They're on the Antifa side, the Goldman Sachs, the Black Rocks, right? They're buying up currency to, uh, they're buying up uh, real estate in, two, in areas that are too white in order to, to build high-density uh, housing in some areas to bring in the migrants and things like that. The, the, the denominations, the, the, the lines where they're drawn is not like the capitalist class versus the proletariat or the working class. It's white people against everyone else. The commies have, have weaponized non-white identities against white people, right? Um, so it's still communism, and, and communism is not the end goal. I'm not trying to say that either. If they could have that, sure, I'm, I'm sure they would be happy with that. But communism is just its just the, the, the tool. It's just a mechanism that you use to destroy but now you've weaponized uh, races against white people using communism as a tool, right? Anyway, thank you, Hayes. I appreciate that. Uh, Conrad Curse with a uh, don't, don't over on Entropy Stream as well says, I don't think they can comprehend the true horror of what they are endorsing because it goes both ways. They will be shocked with how badly we can and will fight if needed when the laws are gone. Yeah, so some people have talked about this, that like the, the destabilization, the utter collapse, I guess, of, of law and order. Um, ultimately could kind of upend, like if they have some some plan or some goal to utilize that in their favor. Um, and, and again, especially in a country like America, right, where you have so many weapons and stuff like that, uh, I don't think they understand that the dynamics of that situation could change and probably will change very quickly, uh, to your point, Conrad. So yeah, the, I, I think you're right. Uh, that could that could go in a number of, number of different ways, right? Okay, um, let me see here. Let me check DLive real quick here before we... Uh, play some of these clips um uh, real greg james beam with a diamond thank you no message there i appreciate that very kind of you so let's look at some of these clips here well, let, let's see where to begin let me check my notes yeah so basically now so after the chauvin trial it's just it's basically just turning into a complete uh you just open season right it's like they've they have this blood in the water we're not going to settle for this let's just let's burn shit down uh here's some choice sample clips let's take it out uh chicken minneapolis what the power of the people is we are powerful we can get change if we want it let me tell you the only reason this system this capitalist system remains intact is because the Democrats and Republicans are working together to maintain it. That's why I'm not an independent, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I'm a goddamn revolutionary! But the bank is on your side, son. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, uh, Coca-Cola is on your side. Uh, Nike is on your side. Major League Baseball is on your side. All the sports, uh, the, the sports ball uh, organizations are on your side. Uh, BlackRock... Uh, is on your side, son. Um, Goldman Sachs is on your side. You're not a revolutionary, but they think they are, and they will use them as such, believing that they, thinking that they're revolutionaries. But again, that's why I bring up the like. Yes, they are communists, and they're anti-white communism, and they they want they see white people as the 
as the oppressor, right? They're the they're the new they're the new capitalist pigs. It's it's the whites, right? Um, so yeah, they're they're uh, they're but they think that they're revolutionaries. It's it's incredible. Uh, here's another one. Uh, we need to go beyond voting, uh, which of course we 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 know we know what that means, right? We need to go way beyond voting at this point. That's right. We need to be coming out here every single day if that's what it takes until we get justice for the people that they murdered a week ago they've already forgotten about. The only reason, once again, that we got this conviction is because we showed up. That's right. And if we don't keep showing up and if we don't change laws and we don't attack this system from every single fucking angle we can, we will be here again. All right, there you go. Uh, good stuff. Here's uh, more. Uh, uh, I guess people are just stopping uh, trucks in uh, Minneapolis now and think they can haul out the driver. Look at this. Insanity, right? And just like they think they can stop traveling. He's lucky he got out, right? Uh, but just wait. They're not down. Uh, this is going to continue and they're going to do more and more this kind of stuff. They're fi there's the smelling that they're, it's blood in the water, right? We can, we can, we're the, what we want to do, full chaos, full just bloodshed, full just like uh, insane um, chaotic times is, is close, it's near. Uh, check out this here regarding uh, New York and how they're telling that uh, white people uh, need to uh, get the fuck out. Listen to this. Get out of New York. Get the fuck out of New York. We don't want you here. 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 We don't want your fucking money. We don't want your fucking money. We don't want your fucking taqueria. Owned by fucking white men. Again, newsflash: uh, these companies are on your side. Remember that someone made the uh, the uh, the comparison. You know, kind of like putting a BLM sign. Uh, on your storefront or even on your home to a certain degree. And it still doesn't, you know, get you saved or spare you in this new crazy religion that's forming here. Uh, but they compared it to when, uh, uh, was it the the some selected Jews that put a, a, bl a blood, was it a cross or an X or something of blood or just blood on the doorway, right, to be to be spared? Is that, what was that, the Herod was that Herodotus? Well, I forget this backstory, right, but it was basically like they put a mark on, on their door to ensure that they are will be spared or like the, that it, it has been done the that's right wasn't it that I was like they put it there to to uh, kind of fake that the soldiers had already been there to kill the firstborn or something like that 
Anyway, it was a way as a part of like Passover, passing over, right? They actually, uh, you know, they that's how the story goes. But so you can make that comparison in this new religion that is like the BLM sign is like the the blood on the doorway, basically making sure that you can like you know you you know you're going to be spared from 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 this thing that's coming here, right? Uh, okay, so that's uh, some in New York, and of course this has just been these kinds of things have been pouring out uh, both during. Uh, the trial of Chauvin, um, leading up to the verdict, and then afterwards as well. And and again, no matter what direction you go, they're not happy. This so this is an admission now with Chauvin as well. It's an admission that America is a white supremacy system where the cops, uh, white cops, can just murder black people for no reason whatsoever. It's a, it's a go ahead. It's a clear. It's a it's a thumbs up and a signal to say yes, that's what's happening. We did wrong. Chauvin had to be sacrificed. He did everything wrong. He, you know, it was not in the right, uh, despite everything, right? Despite all the evidence that was presented uh, by the defense, uh, it was not enough. But here's uh, Washington D.C. After it became known uh, that Chauvin was found guilty uh, by the jury, uh, they uh, they strung up a little dance in D.C. <laughs> Yeah, high energy, huh? Interesting too. If you actually go back a little bit, can you see the? Uh, can you actually see the the sign uh, over there too? It, it's funny because considering like Antifa and all that stuff, right? Let me zoom in on that for you guys real quick here. Uh, where are we here? Sorry, I'm looking for the the right one. Here, here, here we go. Let me uh, let me pull this up here. Uh, the sign over on the on the side right there. Let me let me zoom in real quick on that one. Uh, and it says there, stop hating each other because you disagree. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, are you? Are you? Is this sign for for you for your guys? Is that what's? Is that what that is? So, I mean, I I agree ultimately. I think we can have peaceful and amicable separation. We don't have to. We don't. This doesn't have to lead to conflict. It doesn't have to be uh, war. This doesn't have to be, you know, disagreements. But that. But see, that's what they want, right? But if they oh if they only could listen to their own advice, some of these leftists like uh, I think you're the one who uh, you're, you're you're the one who are, who's hating people because they disagree. Anyway, uh, here's more here. Uh, burn it down, uh, Antifa BLM mobs say in uh, Minneapolis. Here we go. So now as I protest, I cannot write on signs any larger. I cannot march any farther. I cannot raise my fist any higher. I cannot raise my voice any louder. I cannot be any more peaceful. I'm sorry that I'm a threat to you. I've seen a small ripple turn into a wave, a tsunami, a hurricane of a movement that has since traveled throughout the world. The power that we have is immeasurable. And this movement has made its way to your front door and we are no longer knocking. We are demanding entrance and we are not taking no for an answer. Going back is not an option. No justice. No peace. No justice. No peace. No justice. No peace. No justice. I am no longer sober. I am unapologetic. When it comes to my liberation, I am unapologetic. We are unapologetic. George don't get it. Burn it down. don't get it. Burn it
And fuck Whitey, of course. Yeah, so if George doesn't get it, burn it down. But that's it. That's not... That's not incitement. That's fine. It's just that's not a threat uh, against uh, the legal system, uh, society at large. Uh, that's fine. But, you know, those selfie opportunities on January 6th, though, am I right? Uh, that's the that's the big problem. We have some clips on that here later, too. It's just uh, the hypocrisy. It's just extraordinary. Now, here's two more clips. I didn't intend to play these, but they're uh, very telling. Uh, we played them in the Weekend Warrior show. So, again, you got to gotta be a member uh, to get some of the stuff here first. But uh, uh, here's... Burn it down with Kate Brown saying uh, this regarding uh, the looting and stuff like that that we've seen with BLM. Listen to this. Record. I support all that shit. I support them looting the the damn Dollar Tree. I support the looting of uh, what other shit did they loot? Uh, like the like the advanced auto parts. Um, I remember last year they t- looted Target. I support all that shit. Loot all that shit. Do you know why? Because black people and marginalized and oppressed people could loot every store in this whole fucking country for 200 fucking years, it would not even come close to the debt that America owes us. Yeah, we've heard that, I uh, think, out of the UK as well. It was basically like uh, the UK, England owes uh, us anything we want because colonialism, you know, basically. So they can do whatever they want. Uh, but yeah, so that's not incitement. That's not a problem. Uh, that's not illegal, encouraging, you know, burning things down and, and looting and rioting and stuff like that. That's totally fine. Uh, here's another uh, clip talking about uh, when will we see blood, right? It's time to see blood. Last week, I don't know when it was, but I think it was earlier this week with Dante Wright. It pissed me off. And it pissed me off because he's 20 years old and he is a father. So when that baby grows up and that baby ends up doing something wild or insane in some eyes, people are going to say, damn, it's because the father ain't in his life. We don't even know why the father not in his life. The father in his life because the father was killed by the system. And the system is killing people every single day in the courtroom. You got people locked up for 20 years facing life sentences for crimes that they didn't commit. But how far are you willing to go for this justice? Because me... I quit my job. Talk about it. I lost my job. Talk about it. Got another job. Talk about quit. it. Does it sound like church to you? This is church. This is a, a, a religious uh, ceremony here, exorcism. It's just, <laughs> it's, that's what it is. That one. Talk about <laughs> it. I done did a lot of things. <laughs> and, it, and when people say revolution, you got to ask yourself, what are you What's going on here? willing to lose? Because you're going to lose your mental health. You might go crazy some days. You're not going to be able to pay taxes. You're not going to be able to go to work. You're going to lose family and friends because everybody don't agree with you. Talk about I'm 21 years old, and I'm, and I'm ready to dedicate my life to change. And to bring about that change, it's not going to always be pretty, and it's not going to be peaceful. I don't condemn people who, who loot. I support them for looting. Yep. I support people who, who take matters in their own hands. If you want to set something on fire, go do that. Voting is not going to bring us there. As you can see, y'all, we voted in the new president, Joe Biden, but I told folks straight up. Joe Biden ain't going to do nothing for us because Joe Biden was in office as the vice president when the Black Lives Matter movement started. And ain't nothing changed. We've been protesting for a really long time. How, how much longer can we protest and march in the streets before people are really, really ready to get blood on their hands? Because one of these days, it's going to have to come to that. There we go. But that's why you say that's not incitement. That's not it's not. They're not going to be investigated. Imagine a right-wing organization where collectively right-wing groups had done what we have seen over the last year and a half, BLM and Antifa do collectively. Uh, Imagine the discussions. They're still talking on MSNBC. Every other show is about the the insurrection and the capital riots and shit like that. 
people are being convicted, hauled off, they're being held, uh, you know, un unfairly without due process, they're being framed, they're being charged, uh, all that kind of stuff. These people can just stand openly and talk about how they, we need to get blood on our hands. We need to loot. We need to riot. Uh, not a problem. This it's totally fine for these people. That's that's totally okay. Um, we are, we are, we're we're living in that anarcho uh, tyr tyrannical system right now. One set of laws if you're white, and then there's another set of uh, laws if you're not white. And <clears throat> the, the it's total lawlessness, and you can do whatever you want if you're non-white. And if you are white, or if at least if you're not, like, you know, give me an Antifa person, I guess, to a certain extent. If you, if you agree with them politically, it's not always only along racial lines, to be fair. But at the end, at the end of the day, I think that that's what the, the line really is drawn to. Um, but then it's all of a sudden there's a whole legal system there in place. It'll be, you know, it goes after the media, the establishment targets you if you, you know... Uh, if you hit a police officer, like we saw on January 6th, right, there was a cop, and it, you can see, like, the... Uh, Joe Scarborough, right, on the Morning Joe show on MSNBC, talking about how the, these uh, right-wingers were attacking these, you know, brave uh, brave officers in uniform that are protecting our democracy and stuff like that. Then you have these people, like, beating up cops and stuff, and it's, eh, it's you know, nothing about it. Nothing is mentioned about it. <clears throat> Defective Goyam says, with a diamond cop fired for donating to Kyle Rittenhouse defense. Yeah, I mean, abs absolutely. If you think you're going to, that's the other part of this here too. They got to root out what they deem, deem white supremacy it, it, within military, within police, within any uh, facet of governments, right? Government organization. Uh, it's it's to, so, so that they can have their way with us uh, later. That's what I believe it's for. Uh, defective uh, going again with the diamonds as this was uh, just the beginning. Wait till 2040. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to get, it's going to get a whole lot worse uh, before it gets better. Uh, last days with a diamond. Thank you. No message. Check Entropy Stream real quick here. Um, B says, uh, elites want society to fall so that they can install a king. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, I think the, uh, the end times kind of protocol or blueprint, if you will, that they're running is probably going to entail... Um, someone being put, uh, if you will, on the on the throne of uh, of the third temple uh, in Jerusalem, uh, and they're probably going to run it out of there. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We could very very well be, be right. Black Philip with a uh, dono on uh, entropy stream as well says, "I feel there's a uh, there's serious black fatigue at this point. I don't know how much longer non-blacks can tolerate uh, black faces being shoved into their faces every waking moment in public and in media. Uh, it it will end." Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you've seen it, I guess, uh, to your point, uh, I guess a little bit with the Asian community, that there's like kind of a competition of who's, you know, the most suppressed. And when you do have ethnic conflicts between these different groups, which they thought would just kind of align and fight against white people, uh, you're seeing some of those uh, coming up against some of the uh, some of the schism, I guess, internally, too. Uh, it certainly isn't um, isn't all peace and roses on that side. Let me let me uh, let me put it that way. But uh, no, this is what they've they've chosen their path. This is what they're doing. Right. Uh, Defective Goyam with a diamond says LeBron James tweeted about cop uh, cop your next uh, cop your next. I guess he said, get ready. Cop your next. Get ready. Yeah, I didn't see that yet. But yeah, this is and it's fine. That's that it will be no problem. Right, be no problem, and and we do have some more examples of that actually as we as we move on here too. But yeah, Cuomo, uh, in order to as we can see, this is going to start being you know turn on on white people and stuff like that too. Uh, he said that police reform won't happen until white people's kids start getting killed. Uh, I actually don't know if there's a is there a clip here? 
I'd love to see the clip of this here, but uh, uh, okay, I guess they don't have it. Uh, I would love to see that clip if someone has that. Send that to me because I want to see it. Apparently, he said it in uh, one of his uh, shows there, Como Primetime. Um, set in the episode. Is it this one? Let me see if this is the clip here. Uh, here we go. Here we go. How many more die of the pandemic, dying from police shootings, George Floyd, Dante Wright? I wonder if you'll remember their names six months from today, because they'll be replaced by so many others. Do you remember uh, Cannon Hinnant? Do you remember Ebba Okeland? There's just a, a, slay, a, a slew, even I'm forgetting them. Even, even me looking at some of these cases, I forget some of these names. Uh, there's a, an endless barrage of victims uh, on our side that never gets this attention, others. buddy. You're here, people. What are you going to do when you see these shootings? You know what you're going to do. That George Floyd. Did you hear about him? That Dante Wright. Did you hear about him? That 13-year-old Adam, you know he was a gangbanger. Why do that? Why do that? <laughs> because you want to make the problem them. Takes the onus off the idea that you're wrong about policing not needing to change. No, it's about them being uh, criminally inclined and oriented in the, in the criminal world and therefore having more interactions with police officers. As the guy said in the clip I played earlier, stop breaking the law, stop resisting arrest, and this likely won't happen. I, th I think there is some kind of, they always talk about education and learning and things. Is there, is there education of like how, what to do when you are arrested by police? Is, is, that, is, there, is, is that taught in school in America? And even if it is, it doesn't matter. The dropouts, they don't remember, they don't care, whatever. But like there needs to be some like you might not like it. And and uh you know, you can have a disagreement about those procedures, but like right now that's how it goes. Like you obey the cops whether you like it or not, otherwise you risk getting shot. Like, is there any kind of education? Like, this is what you need to do. Don't run. And then the media continuously says, well, they're seeing all these black men being murdered by police all the time. They're afraid, they're, they're afraid of their lives. Uh, and so I feel that the media is like spinning this in a way that that causes the, the, the victims keep coming because the media is... I mean, these people are terrified. I've heard, I've heard it and I, and I understand it to a certain extent too. Because the narrative is that these cops are just out shooting black people for no reason whatsoever. And just because they enjoy doing that. And so there's, when you have an interaction with the cops, you're terrified. I think every, everyone is terrified by the cops. Yeah, being pulled over by, you know, some traffic. Thing. Every, everyone feels that's uncomfortable. That's what I, mean. I think there are very few, you know, uh, they're like, oh, this is, oh, this, oh, this ought to be good. This, this should be great, right? But you fucking obey. That's just what. That's how it goes. You might not like it, but that's how it goes, right? You need to be taught that. Anyway, let's continue. Forget that police are trained to deal with non-compliance with force that is not lethal. Hey, comply or die. You know what I mean? And you know what the answer is? You really do. You don't like it. I don't like it. it. Scares me. Shootings, gun laws, access to weapons. Oh, you. I know when they'll change. Your kids start getting killed. White people's kids start getting killed. Smoking that doobie that's actually legal probably in your state now, but they don't know what it was. And then the kid runs and it pop, 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 pop. Cop was justified. Why'd you run? Oh, he had a baseball game tonight. Oh, huh. white kid. Oh, big family. That house over there. <clears throat> Maybe because like um, Toledo, he has a <laughs> sporting, a, sporting a weapon. Maybe that's why. Uh, Dante Williams, he could have turned his car into a deadly weapon. He did run someone over. I still haven't heard if he actually uh, 
I mean, he, he ran into another car when he tried to flee the scene, right? And he had all these warrants out for him and stuff. Floyd, the situation he was in, he had, uh, you know, uh, swallowed all his drugs, right? He did that in a 2019 arrest, almost identical. And they managed to uh, uh, stop him from doing it. Um, anyway, I mean, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Like, oh, you'll see. So we know that they want police reform, right? That's what they're working towards. They want, they want police reform. And the only time they'll see it then is when white kids... Uh, white people's kids starting to to get killed. So it's almost an incitement. What, what do you mean? You're saying that should happen because you want this reform so bad? It, it's it's sickening, right? Defective going with the diamond says Cuomo serves his small hat masters wisely. You're talking about uh, Zucker over there on ZNN. ZNN, ZT, ZNN, Zio News Network. Uh, defective Goyim with another diamond looks good uh, on cops. They protect this regime. Regime. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously they they do right, but it but it's a clear kind of internal division, a schism, uh, on how to move forward here. Uh, there's some realigning that they're trying to do. Uh, let me put it that way. Uh, the Phoenix Enigma, good to see you, man. Hope, hope you're doing well. He gives a diamond. Says Tony Timpa. Say his name. How soon we forget? Now, it's, and I had to Google it. Like I, I'm looking at this kind of stuff, and you know, it, it, there's so many of these two on the flip side, right? That you kind of forget. But yeah. Uh, Dallas police body cam footage revealed. Yeah, was he the was he the mentally uh, ill guy in in uh, was that Florida? No, Dallas, not Texas, Dallas, right? I remember seeing that. Uh, thank you for reminding me about his name, by the way, Phoenix Enigma. I appreciate that. Make sure you follow uh, the Phoenix Enigma here on uh, D Live as well. Yeah, Tony Timpa. Uh, I remember we showed it a while back. Crazy stuff, right? But yeah, exactly, you do not hear about these cases. Uh, oh, here it is. I should pull it in so you guys can see too. Um, you're going to kill me. Dallas police body cam footage reveals the final minutes of Tony Timpa's life. Uh, he wailed and pleaded for help more than 30 uh, times as police officers pinned his shoulders, knees, and neck to the ground in 2016. His life does not matter because he's white. You can't use this in the way that they can do if there's a black man being subjected to this, right? So, yeah, thank you for the reminder, Phoenix. These are some of the names we have to have a, like, need them on, a, on the wall in front of me so we're remembered keep repeating it and saying over and over again right um here's another uh then confrontation between a police officer again you put this in perspective with how they treated january 6th uh capital police uh the capital riots by those who um well and i say allegedly because some, some of these stories we found out later that you know they actually there weren't a, a, a there wasn't someone who hit the the, the police with a was it a fire extinguisher which, which led to his death right uh there was no connection no link between his death and, and his injuries and stuff like that all, all that kind of stuff have, have come out uh, but um see what if you're if you're the right or let's say wrong color or in this case right color you can beat up cops all you want and there won't be a big uh, fuss about it imagine if a right winger did what you're about to see here a right wing there was a a proud boy a group were, were out in the streets there were cops there and and they did they did this to them do you think there would be a fuss about this on, on msnbc and cnn look at look at this this is in oregon here don't fucking touch me dude don't fucking touch me you touch me, dude! In front of my bike. Don't fucking touch me! 
So there you go, uh, knocking out a p police. This has been declared an unlawful assembly. There you go, but that that's fine. That's not gonna that's not gonna be a problem uh, because it was Randy. It was Randy Gray. Uh, why are you so sad, Randy? Randy Gray, 36, was recorded on video sucker punching a Portland police officer in the face at the BLM Antifa riot celebrating the Chauvin conviction. He was charged with felony assault uh, on an officer, fourth degree assault, and much more. He was quickly bailed out. That's right. So even if these cases go further, they go to an attorney general or something like that, they they let them go, right? Uh, they they It's fine. Don't worry about it. No big media thing. Let's not bring this up in, 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 in some kind of wider context of, of how dangerous these people are. So incitement? Never. <laughs> if you're black, you can never incite to violence, even if you're an elected politician. Imagine Matt Gates saying uh, what this woman is about to say, or someone like that. And so, yes, I would like to see the bill in Congress pass on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racist, are opposed to it. And I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I know this: we've got to stay in the street, and we've got to we've got to demand justice. As a black man, despite all of the efforts, I feel like nothing changes. And George Floyd is waking so many people up, yet nothing has happened. Just you know, despite the rhetoric, like what what needs to happen that's different this year than all the years before? We're looking for a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict. And we're looking to see if all of the talk that took place and has been taking place after they saw what happened to George Floyd, if nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful, and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that to say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean. Oh no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. It's coming from what happens if we do not get get what you just told? What should, there we go. What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street. Uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they th they know that we mean business. What do you think about this curfew tonight? Yeah, they got to know we uh, we mean business, right? Let me just uh, lower that a bit. It was a bit uh, low source right there. But uh, yeah, so that's fine. Incitement? Uh, no, no way. Never. How, it's not possible uh, because she blatt. She black. She can say whatever she wants. See, that's uh, that's totally fine. Uh, Cardiff uh, sends a diamond and says Chauvin judge gave a nugget for overturning case. Really? Do you have a link? Can you put a, if it's uh, something we can show? Uh, that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, is there appeal? I, I'm not sure what's next here. Right? Is there is there any overturning? Uh, not sure. Uh, Brad C with the diamond. Thank you. Actually, two in a row, and then Cardiff B here again, or Cardiff, Cardiff, Cardiff B, Cardiff one, <laughs> Cardiff B. I was thinking about that clip. I gotta find that, by the way. S Bernie Sanders talking with Cardi B. It's excellent. It's like it's Bernie advocating for ethno nationalism, basically. Uh, we played it a long time ago. It's great. Uh, anyway, Cardiff run one rather says here, uh, white guy killed on Vegas Strip by police. Crickets. Yeah, there you go. Uh, crazy shit. Uh, Master Cylinder, and was that recent, by the way? I'm sure it was, right? Uh, Master Cylinder with a diamond, thank you. Actually, two in a row. Uh, thank you for that. I'm going to check Entropy real quick here. I'm going to keep up to uh, keep up with them so we don't get too far behind. 
and uh, thank you guys for the support too by the way let me let me close a couple of these windows here and make sure we clear off um here's more so here's more here right Minneapolis City Council candidate and former city employee encourages riders to burn down wealthy neighborhoods. So no no problem. This is totally fine. A Minneapolis City Council candidate publicly encouraged Black Lives Matter riots who feel like burning shit down to target wealthy communities instead of the popo ones. Police are now inst investigating her for making a credible threat, according to reports. And I'm sure they'll drop that quicker than a hot potato, by the way. Margarita Urtiga wrote on her personal Facebook page that the, quote, the poor community is not your oppressors and claimed that the wealthy community of Lake on the Isles has, quote, more than needed. At the, and, and again, it says it's why it's because it's it's probably more white there, I would assume. Right. So, that, so then it's OK. Um just a personal thought, just in case you all feel like burning shit down. The poor community is not your oppressors. For your information, Lake, the, uh, Lake of the Isles uh, has more than uh, needed and won't be missed, Ortega wrote. So, uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's fine. No problem. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, so here we go. Here's now we're going to get into the religion thing. It's kind of the theme of the of the title here for the show today. But this is this is incredible stuff. Now we've shown some of this in the past, but it's time to bring this out again and show you guys that what's being ha what's happening around this thing with not only George Floyd but all of these uh, saints now um, they're being canonized in this new uh, in this new uh, denomination within uh, the church and i'm uh, sad to say and this is for your christians to get and go and sort out it's christian denominations that are rising it's it's there are and you can argue well, it's not real christians and that's fine and, and and i get you and i agree whatever uh but the, you know this that's your get in there like if you're if you're christian uh this have to be rooted out this this shit because they're bit they're they're constructing they're making a new anti-white denomination out of all of this it is, you know, it's people uh, speaking in tongues. They're being baptized. They're having miracles happen on these locations. They're, it's it, the sacrifice part of this. It goes back to what we talked about earlier. That are like these people are being hung out and, and sacrificed on the on the altar uh, to this new denomination. Are, are people like Chauvin and many of these other cops too? Uh, so anyway, baptism and miracles are taking place in uh, in revival at site where George Floyd died. Christian groups say. Now I'm not going to be. Let's not read it. Let's just let's just cut to the chase and look at the video of a guy that's walking around here during a a Christian preacher who's talking to the uh, the crowd there about how you know wonderful all of this is. Uh, let's uh, check it out here a little bit. Oh yeah, it's unavailable. That uh, that's great. I watched it earlier, so hopefully we can uh, begin. Let the healing begin. Now let me show you how it will happen. Number one, we have to understand every person is created by God. Number two, we have to love our God with all our hearts, with all our mind, with all our soul, and we have to love our neighbor like we love ourselves. Number three, we have to forgive. And for last to forgive, so can you forgive? 
Can you forgive white people for our original sin of whiteness? Can you can you do that? Can you forgive Chauvin? <laughs> can you do all those things? Oh no, actually, it doesn't apply when you're white. Anyway, there's a we're not going to watch this whole video here, but uh, just so you can get a slice and a sample of how these. Um, so what's the word? This would be like. Um, like the miracle at Fa Fatima or Fatima, however you pronounce it, something like that, right? There was a there was a, a, a godly inspired event that took place, that, and people are like doing pilgrimage to these locations. Uh, they're getting bab. We'll look at the baptism footage in a moment here. They're getting baptized here. They're having a communion at these locations. They're get they're having a, they're they're spirit filled by the love of uh, of of God. I, I assume at the, at these locations. Uh, where St. George Floyd uh, tragically passed away. Forgive. We must receive forgiveness. Tonight, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. And he wants to begin the healing process by going into your life, into your heart, and starting radical forgiveness. We are going to practice something that we always do my wife and i and we're gonna ask you to participate so that we can <clears throat> set uh, waifu on stage there start forgiveness one to another but before we do that i want us to receive forgiveness from god then we can forgive each other then we can forgive ourselves you may be here maybe you have been raped. Maybe you have. And that's that should be mentioned too, by the way. And I, I remember talking about this when it came to like the terrorist actions and things like that that happened in places like Sweden. We had a massive upsurge and uptick in this right after the migrant invasion, 2014, 2015 onwards. A lot of terrorist attacks. France were plagued by this. Germany, Sweden, many other areas too. Right. You always had this mo an opportunity where the elite can use these events because you know people look at that and you know i think of people like you know alex jones and stuff and i like some of his you know some of his coverage is good or whatever but they're like the elite is you know trying to divide us you know kind of thing or whatever and it's like actually they're, they're not they're actually trying to unify us in the in the worst and in the worst way possible which is that they seek a complete eradication of our of our differences our diversity right uh, you know, human biodiversity, uh, ideological diversity, all things. It's, it's a homogenization process going on. They're they're screaming every time something happened, like a terrorist attacks. You know, don't blame. You know, unless it's white people doing it, then you can blame the whole race, and they're you know they need to be eradicated and taken out and controlled and locked up and reeducated and all this stuff, right? But if they're not, if it's a Muslim doing a terrorist attack or something like that then we need to love each other and come together. And these events are being turned into kind of like a social glue, like a society where you would never be able to achieve bonding between radically different religious and ethnic groups. You can use the blood, again, the, the ritual sacrifice of whether it's little kids or Europeans in various European cities. You can use the sadness, the emotion, the impact, the, yeah, again, the blood, literally the blood of these people as a social glue to get people to come together and love each other and hug each other and say, we, we can't have this happen ever again. And then it happens again because, of course, you could never control something like the borders or something like that because that would be that would be Nazism, right? So we can't do that. Um, so these are great. My point is these are great opportunities. The emotional impact around this, the, the way people feel, the sadness, the guilt, the all of it. It's like this is classic like psychology 101. 
it's been used in religious uh, cults. Uh, it's being used on a societal level right now, how, how to artificially kind of bond people. Uh, and so that's what this is. It's, it's a ritual using the tragedy of people that they pretend to care about. Because again, if they really cared about these individuals, they would enact rules and laws or structures that would prevent this from happening again. But there's never talk about the solutions and how to fix this. Of course, in this case with Floyd, it's like, you know, defund the police kind of thing, which of course is going to make things worse, right? More people are going to die because of that. Um, in the case of Islamic attacks in Sweden, it's never like, okay, well, how do we prevent more kids from being murdered by these maniacs or, or, or coming into our countries, right? Because of our, uh, our insane policies of open borders. That never enters into the discussion. So they pretend to care about these people. They pretend to cry over this and how sad they are or whatever. But they're just keeping keeping doing more of the same and expecting us to just lie down and roll over. So this is well thought out. There's people who know human psychology on the back of this and they're uh, on the back end of these kinds of events. Uh, and this is how they're using it to unify people, uh, to get us to um, to get uh, to get us to surrender, basically. Molested, maybe. Someone, your ex maybe mistreated you. Maybe someone did you dirty. Uh, maybe it is even the black and white relationship, racism, that affects you in your heart. God is saying, I want to first of all give you forgiveness and you'll be able to offer it to other people. We see God healing people, even cancer being healed as a result of forgiveness. We see people who have, who have all kinds of sickness being healed. Forgiveness through Jesus, forgiveness through what Jesus did on the cross, reconciliation, reformation. Right at the George Floyd Memorial, it's beautiful. I love what God's doing here. Every night, you know, there's a local, there's a local church that has asked us to be here, and uh, even amazing is that this pastor who's preaching right now, this pastor who's preaching right now. His name is uh, Charles Karuku, and George Floyd's family asked him to come here and share his message of forgiveness and healing through Jesus. Every day he can. They, they endorsed him. They said, please, this is the message that this community needs. You know, right behind me right there, that's right where George Floyd was killed. And so this pastor, he's from Kenya, he's a dear friend of mine, but the, the family of George Floyd came and heard him preach this message, and they said, please, bring, bring this message every day. This is the healing message. That's, this community needs the gospel. They need healing. And so that's what he's doing. He's here every day with the blessing of George Floyd's family and the local church. There's a local church right on the corner who said, please, bring the gospel. And so it's beautiful. Right now, people are giving their lives to the Lord. They're lifting their hands. Watch this. These are people surrendering to Jesus right now. I ask you, Father. Look at this. Write my name in the book of life. Look at this. And when that day comes, amazing. These people are giving their lives to Jesus right now. I declare through the Holy Saint George, right through. Through the vehicle of Holy Saint George, uh, these people can have a religious experience like never before. Uh, praise God. All ethnicities. I belong 
years to very so again the, the unif it's all unifying everything under one banner homogenize everything we all believe the same we all think the same we all look the same at the end of it and we've eradicated at the end if they get their way uh, these evil wicked uh, white genetic straits uh, strands uh, which has uh, done so much uh, pain and suffering in the world look at this and when that day comes these people are giving their lives to Jesus me. right now. I declare all backgrounds, all ethnicities. I Here's the to very Jesus. sight. This is, and so that's what they want, right? They just, just to be clear about that, because I, I hear the same message from every time an event happens like this, and especially terrorist attacks is even more than I think some of these things. But every time it's like we need to unify and we need to come together we all we're you know we're all the same and stuff and it's like uh no we're not and that's part of why these uh, horrible things happen uh but but it's the it's the easy path to take right and that's why you get even the alex joneses of this world and many you know on that side of things if you will uh, the elites trying to divide, you know, try to, uh, you know, drive wedges between us and we, we all need to come together. And it's like, how are you different than like what Bill Gates is saying or, or even uh, any pundit really after these kinds of events, right? It's always the same message. So we all need to unify and come together. Uh, it's the easy way. Let's essentially it's, it's saying it's it's too difficult. It's saying it's too difficult for us to recognize our differences get places of our own where we can live and live the way we want to we don't have to be hostile we can if we're talking about nations for example to make to make it easy that's what we've had in the past right tribes became nations and then nations um uh, you know are, now they're moving into the global global stage of globalizing everything right but if we freeze it at nations like okay we had our ter different territories did they go to war yes sure absolutely uh, but that's happening now anyway. It doesn't matter if you homogenize everything. That's, that's even a worse, worse of an atrocity than, than any war, right? But you can have nations and they can peacefully, they can trade with each other. You can have tourism. They can visit each other. Just because you have nations with tight borders where they respect the ethnic group that reside within it doesn't mean you have to go to war. But that's that uh, uh, straw man that the left always uh, flings out, right? Well, we tr we tried that. Look at a World War II as a consequence of that. So look, we can't do that. So the only path forward is to homogenize the population, eradicate certain genetic and ethnic groups, and then we can all unify and be, be as one together, right? So this is a baptism. This is a ceremonial marriage. This is a, uh, a ritual. Here's the baptism that I mentioned here. Check this out here. tragic loss of George Floyd, so unjust, so, so horrible, so painful, 
but God is going to use that man's life for his glory. You know, I know, you know, the story to, to homogenize the population and we'll all be the same. George, someone, you know, they say he had a really bad past, but there's a lot of things online that talk about his Christian faith. And he even, you know, there's stories where he set up St. George. Am I right? All right. Baptismals where George even set up baptisms in, in, in places for people to be. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It, that was in between, you know, he held that weapon towards the pregnant woman's uh, belly. Uh, and the poor and the porno movie, right? It was in between that. It was that what? Yeah. Okay. Baptized, and uh, this is what George would want from his life. You know, he had a faith. All the all the articles I've read, he loved the Lord. You know, had a struggled past, don't we all? Mm. But this yeah. is what George would want, and this is what his family asked us to do. They asked uh, Pastor uh, Charles Kruger to come in and bring the gospel here every day. So here's here's where the tragedy happened. Right. Look at this this is the, the 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 people showing up, and I think this is last year. This is the the, the story, of the videos. Uh, it's not like right now, uh, but yeah, this, these are like you know places of of healing, and they're coming uh, coming to this the pilgrimage here. They can uh, pray there, and I think you know there's other locations like that too. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's quite it's quite remarkable how it's being used. So I'm not going to play more of those clips, but you get the idea, right? So that's from that article uh, right there regarding the uh, the miracles are happening. There's baptisms and all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, so don't over on Trovo. Let me read that real quick. Actually, again, there's a message attached, but attached to it. Uh, but Ragnar zero three two one gives a uh, a rocking chicken or whatever that is. Thank you for that. Uh, Femme Blanche uh, gave one the same earlier. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Let me just back up here and make sure they, uh, I'm not missing some. Maybe I have, but thank you. Uh, appreciate those. Um, okay. So let me uh, continue here. Let me see what we have next. Oh, so this is interesting. So we had a a kind of a threat. We're going to drive it, go into a little bit how the media is treating both people at the uh, the jurors here, but also talk a bit about how you juxtapose this to how they view right-wingers that again with all the violence with all the incitements that we're taking a look at today none of that is being discussed in the wider mainstream media circles you get maybe some on fox or something like that but very peripheral very 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 shallow very shallow coverage of those kinds of things just on the periphery but um here is what they're talking about on cbs look at this uh, cbs gives an ominous warning that they know who the jurors are of the chauvin trial right so this is before the verdict came out the reporter mentions that one of them lives in Brooklyn Center. Uh, this is a felony jury tampering. This alone should be enough on grounds for a mistrial. Uh, CBS, do what we want or we'll dox you. We know where you live. Listen to uh, this here. Object of the tensions there and, and people potentially being upset, depending on what the jury uh, returns. I know that the jury is partially sequestered right now, meaning that they're not allowed to have their phones uh, or check their devices uh, while in court, but they're in a break now, which would be a period when they could check, they would have access to their devices. Do you have any sense from covering this from the beginning, from being in the courtroom on a couple of days, uh, whether the jury is aware of the powder keg and the significance uh, around this trial or the, the eyes of the world? Yeah, but basically saying you have to give us the right verdict here, which is to, to, uh, to crucify Chauvin. Um, Otherwise, uh, you know, the, you're not going to do the right thing, right? So this information gets comes to them, right? This, they, they, they know. There's some people that understand this very, very well um, on that side of, uh, of the fence if they're jurors, right? And so they know what, like, the basically all these extortion things. 
If you don't give us the what we want, we'll burn down your cities. Uh, if if the jurors uh, will dox you, will uh, we, we will will target you and harass you for the rest of your life if you don't do the right thing here. The the larger meaning of what's at stake here in court. Well, they've been keeping the jury very tight together uh, as they're coming in and out of court. So we know that there's a tunnel system underneath the government center, and they've been bringing the jurors up through that. The only time the and then they had uh, adrenochrome uh, parties. Uh, is that what? No, no. Okay, oh, that's, that was a different. Uh, <coughs> it was a different underground uh, facility there. That's right. Jurors have been seen within the government centers when they have lunch, which is in the basement of the cafeteria. Other than that, we got a list of all 14 jurors, uh, their ages, what they had written on some of their statements that they provided to the court before they were selected as jurors. So what we know from that, and that's really the only information besides being in the courtroom that I can can give to you, is that from those statements that they provided the court, there's at least one. One juror who lives in Brooklyn Center near where Dante Wright was shot and killed by police just last week and we know that there are a few other jurors according to Eric Nelson uh, who wanted this wanted the jury sequestered immediately when that shooting happened and, and look at this and I've kind of not talked about this but the 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 racial aspect of the jury has been so imp obviously right it's been so important to them right and I think they, you know, they luckily they said we could get rid of two Caucasian women, at a, you know, at the final selection or something. They were 14 and then they went down to 12 before the final verdict or something like that, I think. And it's like, oh, there was, it was two white women. We got rid of those to ensure, you know, again, I don't know how this works. I haven't looked into all the details of why they do this kind of stuff or, um, you know, I mean, I understand why they do it, but like how, how this functions on the back end, what you're allowed and not allowed to do. Should it always happen? Should it always be like this? Well, I, I, that I don't know. But uh they put a lot of focus on this because they want the right verdict. They wanted Chauvin to be their ritual sacrifice, right? Brooklyn Center is that there are at least two or three other jurors who have connections to Brooklyn Center. Of course, Brooklyn Center just on the edge of the city of Minneapolis, an inner ring suburb. So a lot of people do live there and commute into the city to work. Uh, so they would have ties potentially to that area, even if they don't live there. So that's what we know uh, about that. And again, we are at 14 jurors right now. It'll stay at 14 through the closing arguments. And then two of them will be kicked off because it'll have to go down to 12. So we'll see uh, who those jurors are. We have an idea based on prior uh, cases here how that will work. It does look like two uh, Caucasian women will be the ones that will be let go. We'll, we'll make sure and see if that does in fact happen. But based on other what? cases, that's what should happen, which make, makes the jury even what? more. That's what should, based on previous cases, that's what should happen. Maybe something someone is looking at this that understands the mechanics and the back end uh, inner workings and rules of this, and it's like, oh well, <laughs> of course, absolutely. The the two white women have to have to abso absolutely glow, go. This sounds like loony cuckoo talk to me. More diverse yeah. uh, than what we've talked about before. The yeah. jury even more diverse yeah. uh, than. What yeah, making the jury more diverse so we can get so we can get what we want, right? It's uh, I don't know. It's it's just incredible, right? Master cylinder with the diamond. Thank you. Actually, two in a row there. Thank you. Um, Noob Noob with the diamonds says St. George had a uh, St. George's heart burst because he was filled with love. There you go. Thank you for that. Uh, a couple on entropy here real quick and then we'll uh, move on. We're going to wrap up soon here. Uh, Hayes 87 Vision says, uh, did Jesus die of a fentanyl overdose? Well, maybe, you know, maybe that will be need to be reworked. Maybe there's a new, maybe the uh, Vatican can have another uh, council. Uh, the... The council at uh, Minneapolis, and <clears throat> they can uh, kind of rework that into the mythology. Maybe, I, maybe, may, maybe I, I'm not sure. Thank you, uh, Hayes. I appreciate that. And another one: um, uh, overdose 
Oh, overdose. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah there's a second one that says overdose, autofucked. Yeah, the spelling correction. I, I, I got that, though. Thank you, Hayes. I appreciate that. Uh, very kind of you. Okay, so uh, MSNBC, look at this uh, in contrast. They still, all they talk about is like uh, January 6th, uh, the goofball riots, uh, capital riots, and uh, this is how they're covering some of this. Now, they're inviting a guy. Their initial segment was about how do we eradicate extremism out of the military. That's what the segment was about. Uh, Paul Reichhoff is one of the guys, and then I forget what this guy's name was. Paul something, I think it was. Oh, Paul was this guy. It was uh, Westmore. That's right. Westmore and Paul uh, Reichhoff joined uh, a later there on MSNBC, and this is about seven minutes into the segment. Look at uh, listen to how they how they're talking about this, like they just want to <clears throat> make sure that. Um, um, they're basically saying, we can't, you know, we can't just haul these people off. Right? We, we, we really want to. We want to just put them in camps and, like, kill them all or whatever. But that's not going to work. So we have to educate these people. Listen to the dialogue here. It's amazing. And often, but I, I want to ask both of you about right-wing media and their influence on um, either, you know, again, emboldening sort of the, the racist or um, intolerant views of, of what is just a reflection, I guess, of what is in our society at this hour, at this moment, at this time. And how much of that is sort of cheered? I mean, is there a propaganda problem? I read that 40 percent of, I think, Marines don't want to get the COVID vaccine. Oh, um, big problem. This rise of extremism. I mean, mm. what what is the role of right wing media in sort of spreading and fomenting some of those views, Paul? It's critical. I think if we recognize that this, this has many elements of a domestic insurgency, right? And I think that's what it is. It has, it has many elements of a domestic insurgency. How do you combat an insurgency? You can't arrest and kill all of them, right? You have to- try No, no, exactly. I mean, that would be, we can't just, I mean, it would be ideal, obviously, if we could just arrest and kill all of them. Uh, but, you know, we can't, man, we can't do that. So, you know, we got to work with what we can here. Maybe we can educate them. Something like that. This is this is discussions here on MSNBC. Deadline White House, April 12th. Power structure to the top. And I think the most effective thing we did was vote Donald Trump out. That sent a clear message. And that's now oh. reverberating down to who he's chosen as Secretary of Defense, the first African-American Secretary of Defense, the policies that are changing inclusivity to include women and LGBTQ people. We're changing the power structures yeah, and the messaging at the top, and that includes conservative media. We have to fight misinformation with good information, but you have to go down to the grassroots too. In the same way you couldn't kill all the insurgents in Iraq, you can't lock up every extremist in America. So you have to provide- Exactly, I mean, you can't just lock them all up, right? I mean, so you gotta kind of, you gotta, you kind of gotta do other ways to basically achieve the same, the same thing, or, or what we want to have achieved with these people, these the seventy-four million people that we do, that we disagree with in America, we kind of can't just kill them and lock them up. We gotta do some other more creative things, and and maybe we can be nice to them and let them in, and and be, and we can be tolerant to them, and then we we don't have to kill them. Maybe if we're nice to them, we'll change their minds, we'll turn them into clones of us. Do you see? And then we don't then we don't have to, uh, you know, ki just kill them by them with opportunities and alternatives. And that usually means jobs right. and a way toward. The that's future. right. Just we need to. That's right. L I have an idea. Let's can we not kill them and give them jobs? That's right. You have to go down to grassroots, too. In the same way, you couldn't kill all the insurgents in Iraq. You can't lock up every extremist in America. So you have to this is this is main. This is. They're talking about right-wing people that they don't like. This is your average discussion 
on mainstream media now, far left, liberal, progressive, globalist media. This is this is how the dialogue goes now. This is this is this is where this is the depths that it had reached. Provide them with opportunities and alternatives, and that usually means jobs right. and a way toward the future. And that's where I think, as an example, President Biden's infrastructure plan could actually help if you give people jobs, <laughs> opportunities, a role in the future yeah. in red states that are resistant, that don't want to take the COVID vaccine. That's much more effective in combating extremism than trying to lock them all up because you'll never get there. You have to no, change. exactly. That's right. Yeah. So people would disagree with that voted for Trump and don't believe there was a fair election or, for example, don't want to take the vaccine. I have. Let's not kill them. Let's give them jobs. How about that? Eh? Eh? New uh, innovation here on MSNBC, righteous media. Change the hearts and minds, and that starts at the top, but it also has to happen at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, but very wisely, <laughs> wisely said. You... Then they go on and they talk more bullshit, but listen, to, uh, there's something at the end here too. I forget where it was. Uh, let me skip forward right to the end. He makes another, like, just dumb comment here. I forget what it was now, but let's listen. Yeah, about a quarter of my Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Do Versus. you know any radicals yourself? That's what she's asking. That's right. Let me see here. Uh, here we go. That that you watch sort of get pulled into this right wing militia um, universe. Yeah, there's a universe of kind of whatever right wing militia. You, the, the people we want to kill and lock up, basically. Have have you is there have you encountered any of those in your spheres? Yeah, about a quarter of my Facebook page, right? Like, I mean, we various levels, okay? But we all serve in the military. We all know these men and women. We know this is a problem. This was predictable. This was preventable. This was a national security threat that must be addressed now with the urgency that is required. Vigilance is the price of democracy. We have to be vigilant now, and we have to say to lawmakers especially. I'm gonna, I never thought I'd quote George Bush, okay? But I will say either you're Oh, with that's right. Yes, 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 exactly. And I've, I've mentioned this line many times that these far leftists now, are bas they're basically George Bush now. They're, they're, and I remember how they complained and they whined when he was like, after 9-11, it was like, either you're with the terrorists, you know, or, or you're with us kind of thing. But listen to this. This is like, yeah, I, I don't believe, I, I never believed I would say this, but uh, uh, he was right. Listen to this here. It's amazing. Must be addressed now with the urgency that is required. Vigilance is the price of democracy. We have to be vigilant now, and we have to say to lawmakers especially, I'm gonna, I never thought I'd quote George Bush, okay? But I will say, either you're with us or you're against us. Either you're with America or you're with the extremists, right? And right now, it's gut check time. If you serve in Congress, either you're with America or you're with the extremists. And you have to pick because our national security and the future of our country depends on it. Yeah, so they're the, they're the patriots now. Uh, they're the ones uh, waving the flag proudly and saying, we're, either, you know, we're, the, we're the real element. They per they've changed it, they've perverted it, they altered everything. And so now uh, you know, they can steer it in whatever direction they want, of course. And so they have to be the, they have to be the banner uh, wagging uh, folks now. Uh, quick mention of this, uh, Ricky Vaughn, of course, have uh, gone through uh, a, witch, a witch hunt of Ricky Vaughn because he posted uh, this meme that you can see on screen right there. Avoid the line, vote from home, home. text Hillary to 59925. Uh, vote for Hillary and be part of history. So this, he's being, uh, they're targeting him because of uh, uh, election interference or something like that, I think, right? Again, all the people we've seen who actually called for violence, they are committing violence, they're, they're telling us they want to kill white people and all this kind of stuff. No, no treatment like this on any of those individuals. Nothing like it. Um, I hope you get. I hope you get what I'm the, the image that I'm presenting to you here, and uh, and just how bad it is. So, okay, we're gonna leave that uh, a little bit. Um, 
we'll return to some of those topics at a later show or something like that. But I have a couple of other things uh, that I want to leave you with, and then we're going to wrap up here shortly. But uh, Greta Thunberg, uh, Greta Thunberg, um, she has pivoted. Uh, she has gone from uh, global warming uh, alarmism over to, well, what better grift than to jump on the COVID mRNA update, or if you will, vaccination train, and try to push that on people and become a propagandist and a mouthpiece for Big Pharma. Because, of course, as we know, Big Pharma is not really responsible in creating, uh, you know, kind of any impact, you know, on, on, on the environment or anything like that. I don't, I don't think there's any, like, you know, hormones loose in our water table or anything like that. I don't think there's meds, uh, you know, that, that, are, that are so uh, severe that there's changing the, the, you know, chemical hormone levels of boys uh, and making them more feminine or anything like that. Uh, no, no, no. So we got to, you know, we got to support Big Pharma and come out and donate to them. So she donated, uh, uh, they don't say the exact number, but they think somewhere like anywhere from 100,000 to 900,000. They just say a few hundred thousands, I, I, I think that she donated, uh, you know, so if you talk about Swedish currency, that takes it into the millions, so over a million Swedish crowns she's donated to get people to take the, the COVID jab. Here's her appearance here with uh, another uh, uh, criminal here, uh, Tedros, uh, uh, what's his last name again? I forget what his last name is, Tedros something something. Um, a full-on commie, by the way, uh, in in uh, Ethiopia, uh, where he came from. Um, he belonged to an ethnic group that tried to like eradicate another, but you know, that's fine. He's a communist. Anyway, here's her appearance. One of the last things we'll do here before we wrap up. Greta has announced a donation of 100,000 euros from the Greta Thunberg Foundation to the WHO Foundation in support of COVAX to provide vaccines to people in need. Greta, thank you. Taxomike for your superb advocacy for climate action and now for vaccine equity. Yes. Your contribution yes. makes the first and the youngest person to contribute to COVAX. Welcome, and you have the floor. All right, this, this, this should be good. I'm looking Thank forward to this. Thank you so much for, for having me. It is an honor to participate in this event, and I will, yeah, I will talk briefly now. She will uh, just to, uh, <clears throat> in case you were wondering what's happening. She'll be, uh, uh, she'll be talking now. Okay, now, the, now there will be there will be talking coming here. Watch out. And science shows that in the future we will most likely experience mo more frequent and more devastating pandemics unless we drastically change the way our ways and the way we treat nature well i mean exactly i mean you just communism now or like you'll have to be have more lockdowns right it's it's do do what we tell you to do do our commie bullshit our anti-white commie bullshit or uh, or you're gonna die of a pandemic so just just obey okay today up to 75 percent of all emerging diseases come from animals and as we are cutting down forests and destroying habitats we are creating the ideal conditions for diseases to spill over from one animal to another. Yeah, then, but I agree. I, I, I agree, Greta. But you have to stop the open borders then. Do something about the population uh, explosion. And it's not Europeans doing that. In fact, we're declining. We're taking our responsibility. We're declining. We're below replacement levels. If they would left us alone, we'd be uh, uh, environmental paradises in the Western world. Uh, but they're not allowing us. When are you going to speak up against that? When are you going to uh, complain against we're going to bring the rest of the world to the to the Western world so they can have a Western lifestyle? 
th you know, three-bedroom house and two cars and, you know, dogs and whatever. It's not going to work. Come down on that then. Say something about that. No. It's just do what we do more communism uh, or, or you're going to die. And to us. And we can no longer separate the health crisis from the ecological crisis. And we cannot separate separate the ecological crisis from the climate crisis. It's all interlinked in yeah, many ways. Of course, of course it is. And during this pandemic, we have seen what we can achieve when we put resources into science. Vaccines were developed in record time. But so far, on average, one in four people in high-income countries have received a coronavirus vaccine, mm -hmm. compared with just one in over 500 in low- and middle-income countries. And the international community, governments and vaccine developers must step up their game and address the tragedy that is vaccine inequity. Mm, yeah. We have the tools we need to correct this great imbalance that exists around the world today in the fight against COVID-19. Just with the climate crisis, those who are the most vulnerable need to be prioritized and global problems require global solutions. Oh yeah, no, of course. It is completely unethical. <clears throat> could, you, could, you, could you ever, could you ever imagine such a thing that uh, they come to the conclusion that if we can sell them an idea that this is just global problems, we kind of have to have a global government. We can kind of, you know, enforce a new commie world order, uh, and then we can just get them to uh, to obey and submit <clears throat> to what we want them to do if we scare them enough into submission. So that's uh, that's a good plan, Greta. Uh, good tactic. High-income countries are now vaccinating young and healthy people if that happens at the expense mm -hmm. of people in risk groups and on the front lines in low- and middle-income countries. And so they're using this as a two-pronged thing. They're making us feel guilty that we're taking it, and then we know that the, the consequences of, of getting this particular shot, uh, the mRNA uh, software uh, updates from Moderna and Pfizer and some of these other companies, uh, is that it most likely will lead to a massive drop in fertility, right? So we're being we're we're racist for taking it. We should, in fact, we should not be allowed to take it. We should be giving it to non-whites first. But that's not happening. So they're making us feel guilty about it. But they're but they're still administering it to us. And then we're gonna we'll see. These people could be wrong. I'm not an expert on it. But judging so far, there's a number of people that have suggested that you will see a massive fertility. Uh, impact on our fertility after taking this shot, this jab, right? Uh, so we'll see. That remains to be seen. We're talking five, maybe ten years out. Uh, you might see massive decline in, in, um, in new births. We'll see. And this is a moral test. We talk today about showing solidarity, and yet vaccine nationalism, it's what's running the vaccine distribution. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. It is only when it really comes down to it that we show our true face. And that is why I and many others are supporting WHO, Gavi, and all involved in the COVAX initiative, which I believe yeah. offers the best path forward to ensure a more equitable global vaccine distribution. And, and, Ga and Gavi is like, what, like 50, more than 50% of that? I think it's Bill Gates uh, funding that, Georg. Out of this pandemic. We must not forget that this is not a problem that is caused by individuals. This is a problem that needs to be addressed by the international community, governments mm. and yeah. the vaccine de developers. Um, it is wrong if we should start focusing on individuals and urging individuals to not take the vaccine. That would send the very wrong message. Of course, everyone who who is offered a vaccine should take it. Uh, oh, of course. Is, we need to see the bigger picture.
here and be able to focus on several things at once. So no, I would not advocate for people to not take the vaccine. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, of course, it's absolutely oh. crucial that everyone takes our personal responsibility in this crisis. We, we young people may be the, the ones who, who are least affected by, in general, least affected by the virus in a direct way. Uh, but, of course, that, like okay. I said, we need to act in solidarity with the people in risk groups. And, and of course, many young people uh, fail to draw that connection, maybe. Um, of course, not everyone, but uh, of course, there will always be some. And my message to those is that we need, during crises like these, we need to, to take a few steps back and act for the greater good mm. of society. Uh, and Absolutely. The greater, we got we to gotta break a few eggs, folks, for the greater good, you know. <clears throat> screw those uh, female reproductive rights. Let's just screw over their menstrual cycle and make them infertile. For the greater, it's for the greater good, right? Climate lockdowns is next, and then we have, you know, uh, anti-white supremacy lockdowns and all kinds of things. Come In on. order to protect our fellow citizens and and. Uh, and then, of course, especially people in risk groups, mm, because that yeah. is the thing you do during crises. You 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 step up for for one another. Mm, yeah. All right. Very good. I think I've had enough of Greta Thunberg for now. Thank you, folks. Uh, uh, let me do one of the last entropies here uh, from Mr. Nosberg. Thank you, Mr. Nosberg. Always good to see you, sir. Thank you for the uh, excellent modding. I do appreciate it. Shout out to all the other mods, of course, whether you're on uh, Trovo D Live as well. Appreciate it. Um, he says, we thought we had FBI agents watching us shitpost online. Turn out, turns out it's mailmen. I saw this in passing before I came on. I didn't have time to pull it in, so thank you for the link. So it's Disclosed TV here uh, covering this here. U.S. Postal Service covertly track Americans' social media posts and flag inflammatory messages to government agencies ahead of protests, leaked bulletins of U USPS law enforcement arm show from Daily Mail. What the hell? USPS using its law enforcement arm to track American social media. I didn't, I didn't even know they had a a a, a social uh, sorry a, a law enforcement arm. That's weird. Okay, I got to read up on this. This is weird. An alleged member of the right wing Proud Boys is named among others who did not appear to have posted anything threatening in the mem in the memo. Uh, analysts have said to look through. A post on Facebook, Parler, and Telegram flagging inflammatory messages to government agencies. What the hell? A leaked bulletin details how the law enforcement arm is um, part of the Internet Covert Operations Program, or ICOP. USP, what is this the weirdest thing? Who knew, who knew that the, this was the kind of shit that they're doing? Okay. All right. Well, uh, more gay ops, but this one from the uh, the Postal uh, Service. That's uh, okay. I'll go through this in more detail later. Maybe we have to cover it Friday or something. Holy crap. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Nosberg. I appreciate that. Uh, weird world for sure. Weird, uh, weird, bizarre shit. Uh, one more, uh, more here from Black Philip. Uh, who says on Entropy Stream, Henrik, not long ago you had an amazing investigative video on Greta and how she is used by the Swedish elite to grift off um, white liberals worldwide. Yes, that's right. It was called uh, uh, 10 Reasons Why Greta Thunberg is a Fraud. Um, after I've uploaded Lana's, I think I need to upload some of those to Odyssey. Let me just check if it's there. Uh, otherwise, of course, it is on Red Eyes TV just or Red Eyes members of Calm, obviously, if you guys want to sign up for a membership, uh, help uh, to support us that way too. Uh, but it might or might not be on uh, on Odyssey. There's no easy way of just kind of going down to the to the first 
page. Let me just see if uh, search for it here. Um, let me see. Top 10 reasons. Greta, Greta Thunberg. Let me see if there's any uh, hits on that. Yeah, okay. So it is on Odyssey. There we go. Okay, good. Uh, I wasn't certain if we had uh, time to upload it or not. So here it is. My check name this is... Out. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Yeah, so check this out. Top 10 reasons why Greta Thunberg is a fraud. Yeah, she's tied in. It's a whole... It's the social democratic uh, kind of order, but also these new... The green... Um, cl the climate... Supposedly climate change uh, concerned energy uh, sector like the you know the the, the al gore's like oh we get, there's going to be a new economy it's going to be a green economy we all need to shift over to this here it's those opportunists that basically are behind pushing her so check out that video it it, uh, it got like almost like a half a million views uh on youtube within i think a week or something like that and then we were uh, censored so i'm not sure if the video has anything this video had anything to do with it but it was right in conjunction with that anyway so check that out that that goes through some of the details thank you for the reminder black philip i appreciate that let me do a couple of these on DLive real quick here too uh, Master Cylinder sent two diamonds. I'm not sure if I took those, but thank you. Um, uh, Heidi uh, VBK, uh, VBK rather gifts a one-month sub to Grayman the Gray. Thank you for that. Uh, very kind of you. Thank you to everyone um, subbing over on DLive. I said the, uh, the Phoenix Enigma just resubbed for three months. Thank you, sir. Very kind of you. Make sure you follow the Phoenix Enigma here on DLive. I do appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a couple of ways here real quick. Um, if you do want to sign up at redhousemembers.com, uh, one of the best ways, of course, is to use either Subscribestar or Entropy. Uh, Entropy Stream, you can do one, one uh, time payment, uh, whatever length of the subscription you want, uh, or you can use the Platinum sub subscription option on Entropy. Uh, otherwise, Subscribestar is renewal uh, month to month or, or month monthly, rather. Uh, the other ways, of course, that we have, let me show those real quick, is you can use, uh, well, obviously, you know, uh, crypto and things like that, too, but you can use uh, the Cash App uh, or an e-check option. If you're in the U.S., it's kind of the same way you, you pay a utility bill online. Crypto, of course, uh, is a great way, or we have a P.O. Box if you want to sign up uh, kind of the old school way. There's a number of ways um, that we uh, still have uh, working and functioning after being deplatformed by uh, the majority of uh, not only payment processors, uh, in the U.S., but they're clearing houses. So on the back end, uh, they are blocking us from being able to use uh, credit cards through our website. So we appreciate your support and your continued support because we do uh, need it if we're going to keep uh, surviving and keep doing what we're doing. So thank you so much, guys, for uh, subbing and thank you so much for joining us over at RedEyesMembers.com. Uh, of course, uh, we'll be back here with much more soon. We have a couple of videos. we got to work on those tomorrow. And then Flashback Friday will be back as usual uh, coming up next, uh, folks. So thank you for that. Uh, let me open the chest on uh, DLive, guys, and then we'll uh, wrap up here. So thank you again for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, always good to spend some time with you boys and girls. So thank you for that. Let me add, what do we have here? Let me add, uh, what do we have, 230 uh, lemons in, in there. Let me add like 350. And then we'll open the uh, the treasure chest on DLive. Thank you, everyone, uh, for uh donating through entropy or through uh, entropy uh, th yeah through entropy stream or through dlive uh, appreciate that and uh, otherwise we'll uh, we'll check who's the the top contributors there on dlive also over on trovo uh, sorry for missing out on some of those i know some of you guys did some uh donated over there femme blanche sent a uh, was it a, a i guess it just says bravo but i'm not sure if that's the name of it it's like a kangaroo doing sucking on something thank you for that uh <laughs> um uh, let me see if I can how to pronounce this. P H A G U L A T O R. Fagulator is that how I pronounce that? Maybe gave a um, 
King's Trove. Um, that looks like uh, extravagant stuff. Thank you for that. Uh, appreciate it. Very kind of you. Uh, Fagulator also gave a fool's a fool's day. Is that what it's called? Yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, very nice. Let me scroll down. Make sure we don't miss any of those. Uh, Bullseye from Leroy du uh, Dumonde, if that's how I pronounce it. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, Femme Blanche is number one over on Trovo. And we have Fagulator number two. And then Save Western Civilization number three. So, so thank you to you guys for uh, uh, your support over on Trovo. Uh, we appreciate that. On DLive, we have, who do we have here? Mr. Ninjaberg, number one. I think, is that the first time you're number one? Mr. Ninjaberg, appreciate that. Thank you. Appalachian American, number two. Nordic Warrior, number three. And then Flawless in the USA, number four. And Born Again Bear Censored, number five. Thank you uh, to you, boys and girls. I appreciate it. Uh, very kind of you. All right. Flashback Friday up next, uh, unless we finish uh, one of our videos. Uh, before then, of course, we do have some green screeners we need to work on. Otherwise, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for all the super chat. Thank you for watching. Keep fighting. Stay brave. Don't be blackpilled. We're going to win this. We're going to make it. We're going to build a new functioning system out of the ashes of this uh, crumbled and fallen world. It is going to, uh, at this rate, I'm not saying I'm advocating for it, but at this rate, it looks like it's burning to the ground with every, uh, all the shit that's going on. Uh, but out of the ashes, ladies and gentlemen, a phoenix will arise. See you boys and girls next time. Take care. Thank you for watching. Do you love red ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like Red Ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.